Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rad Dad Radio. My name is Shark Johnson, and you have turned in, tuned in, to one hell of a show. Tonight on Rad Dad Radio, it's our last show before Halloween. Before the spooks and the gooblins and the goblins. The goob- what the hell's a gooblin? Before those things come out. The gooblins are going to get you. <laughs> gooblins are coming. And uh, all the kitties get on their Halloween costumes, and they go around, and they trick-or-treat, and they... They get some candy. Uh, we're going to talk about some Halloween. We're going to talk about our thriller killer murder themed episode for our final pre-Halloween show. Um, we have some video game news. We've been playing some great games. We're going to talk about Call of Duty, Outer Worlds. Um, we also have some fun uh, stuff that we've been watching. I'm with my brother. It's Halloween. Welcome to Rad Dad Radio. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Uh, 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 Turn the music up in the headphones. You can go and brush your shoulders off, nigga. I got you. Uh, yeah. If you're feeling like a pimp, nigga, go and brush your shoulders off. Ladies is pimps too. Go and brush your shoulders off. Niggas is crazy, baby. Don't forget that boy told your kid that. Turn up your shoulders. I'm probably over to y'all. Probably be locked by the force. Trying to hustle some things. That go with Yeehaw, yippee-ki-yay, be careful. They say there's a, a madman up on the hill. He's been killing cows and murdering women. I hear there's killers up in those hills, Arthur. You gotta have faith that we, together, can defeat him. <laughs> I'm working on it, Joel. I'm trying You've, to get that. No, that inflection that at the Dutch. end was clutch. I know you're all scared. Gather round. Yours is better. Damn it. <laughs> I know you're all scared. Gather round. We fought many a foe, and we will overcome many more. Let's head to the hills. Let's get them. I would love and that. If these scumbags think that they can pierce our skin with their blades, well, they're wrong. I don't know. Yeah, yours is better. <laughs> you got me working on mine, though, and for that, I thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for joining me tonight, John, and everyone else listening at home. That's right. We are live on Mixler, M-I-X-L-R, Mixler.com slash Radio. Do us a favor. Download the app. Give Rad Dad Radio a follow, and you will be notified anytime we are live. That is the best way to listen to the show and interact, answer questions, be a part of top three, and maybe win some prizes. You'll learn a little bit more about that later in the show. We are brought to you by the Podcast Right Now Network. If you like the flavor of Rad Dad Radio, we'll head on over to Podcast Right Now on all popular podcast providers and uh, give them a listen. It's a great show. They've been doing their own little uh, – you guys did a great little Halloween breakdown in your last episode. Some fun uh, Yeah, I think that was, uh, that was my doing. I, I Yeah. I forced it. I was like, "Listen, it's Halloween. We got to talk about some Halloween shit." Yeah, I feel was, I'm I'm proud of it. I, th- I think it was a good move. Well, you can hear <laughs> Joe gets all he sits up straight for that kind of stuff, man. He loves talking about movies. So. He's in and out. You never know with him. He's in and out. <laughs> <laughs> if you uh, want to reach out to us at Rad Dad Radio, ask a question, give us a topic to discuss, maybe a movie to watch or a video game to play, email us at raddadradio the number one at gmail raddeadradio1 at gmail.com you can also give us a little phone call at 
Let me look it up. 970-368-5694 or Foul Ox 4. 970-Foul-Ox 4. It's like someone murdered your cow and you're so ashamed and you left it in the field and it rotted and the kids played with its insides and it's gross. You need to clean it up. That's a foul ox. I don't know anyone that's raised oxen, but I feel like you're a more badass rancher if you have oxen instead of cattle. Well, what's the what's the big difference? Uh, well, do we know? Keyword. They're big. They're giant. They got the horns that go straight out. Yeah, but there's like longhorn cattle, right? Longhorn. Yeah, I think same. Same. Oh, I think you're right. That is maybe that's a. Is it, is it a semantics thing? You know what I mean? I, I'm I'm asking. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, I think I think uh, I mean a lot of farmers in the early days of domestication and animal husbandry. Uh, would breed a lot of animals together, so I wouldn't uh, I imagine right, a let's steer. Let's take a look. Here we go. While all the words refer horn. to bovine animals, generally all called cows, an American English cow usually refers to a female bull, uh, specifically an uncastrated male ox. So I think an ox is a cow. It's okay. Or, or I, a bull. My, you know what I'm saying? I feel, yeah, maybe it's a it's a I had to look it up. It was going to bug bull. me. Yeah, because they pull, I know, an Oregon Trail, oxen are clutch to getting you out west. I just, yeah, and dysentery is real also in Oregon Trail. Yes. And so are rattlesnakes, yeah. And Boil lots your of water. River fording. All Forging. right. Forging of the river. Um, <laughs> John, tonight. Jordan died of a snake bite. <laughs> he almost did once. <laughs> Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We were he riding rode our, over one with a tent speed. I yeah, remember. we were riding bikes, and I may have clipped a snake, and it it didn't it didn't have time to react to my wheels. So instead, it tried it tried to attack the person behind me, which just happened to be Jordan Shaquille, friend of the show, friend of the show, Jordan Shaquille. Um, and he still he still holds that he still holds a high level of resentment over that moment in our brother history. <laughs> a lot of blame, <laughs> a lot of blame going around. John, this we have done it, man. Uh, we we were a bit patchy, and we have done our five Halloween episodes. This is the last one. Tonight's episode is about murder and killers and and and, and knifey, knifey, stabby, stabby people. Um, and I think it's good. We did, you know, we did uh, werewolves and zombies and ghosts, and we, you know. We, we talked a lot about the supernatural. We're going to get real, and I have some fun um, Halloween uh, facts to share with you, John, if you're uh, up for listening a little bit. Um, I thought this was pretty good, pretty interesting stuff. Uh, this is, and I'm not going to go through all these, but these are some of the worst crimes ever committed on Halloween. Are you ready to get right into this? Oh, I guess, yeah. I just wanted to add, um, and you kind of already said this, but... I think it's cool that we're ending the month of October with stabby stabby IRL killers, yeah. murderers, um, slashers, um, that whole that whole world. Because what what have we done so far? We've done we've done the the werewolves. Uh, I believe we did zombies. Did we do a vampire one? We didn't. We'll have to save that for next year. Yeah, but but so so what I'm saying is we've done a lot of like supernatural can't really hurt you not not a real thing um when it comes to games and movies and news stories and all that like there's something extra scary about oh no we did ghosts that was the other one we did ghost ghost was last yeah, that week. was a good uh, one. specters that's a good yeah. one 
Uh, um, but yeah, like the the knife into the skin, the you know what I mean, the the telephone telephone cord around the neck, the you know, like that's the. I think it's cool that we're ending with the. I the think, real deal. in my opinion, the scariest, right? Like uh, because yeah. it's something that as you're watching fiction about it or you know whatever. It's uh, it's something that could really happen, you know, like, uh, uh, yeah, scary. Yeah, um, people are the grounded in thing. reality, you know. I would say people and ch- I think the only thing scarier than people are like chimpanzees, tsunamis on a family vacation. Um, uh, yeah, uh, sinkholes. Sinkholes are pretty terrifying. That'll Sink- spring up out of yeah, nowhere. But Next th- thing you know, yeah. But that's a that's a cool story. Well, he died if in the sinkhole. If you don't make it, it's not a cool story. <laughs> you can tell Saint Peter up by the pearly gates. Hard. Oh, what happened to you, boy? You fall into another <laughs> sting sinkhole. I see. Hello, there's, a, there's a sinkhole well, section to of heaven, heaven <laughs> in the afterlife where you just get into heaven because they're like, well, you didn't really. This isn't fair. The Earth ate yeah. you. It's not, yeah, it's not how that was. That was like a an asterisk. And you tried uh, to go straight in, to hell. In Jesus's design. Yeah, you get to go to heaven. You get a pass. Yeah. <laughs> you get a pass. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only other thing I can, um, I I think getting eaten alive by something uh, would be pretty bad. Yeah. Like, an, yeah. Wild animals. Um, a, a lion or a tiger, a bobcat, a bear. That would be bears especially because they like it when you're alive. And they they start with your stomach and they go to your butthole. So sign me Are you me sure off. you're not thinking about velociraptors? Uh, same difference, actually. Bears evolve from oh. velociraptors. Okay. A lot of people I, don't okay. know that. I, I think I knew that. Clever goo. Um, all right. So, John, uh, the first one is uh, this is they call this the Halloween party massacre. Um, and two women were killed by their roommate after a Halloween party. Um and uh, it went a long time, cold case, and eventually they got some DNA and caught the guy. His last name was Koppel. Another one is, uh, I don't know if you remember this, the Liskey family murder. Well, hold on. Is there more to that first story? He just, um, they, Koppel killed two girls? He killed two girls at a Halloween party. Did they do anything to, like, were they asking for it? No, they were asleep. <laughs> um, oh, well, see, I need, I need deeds, man. Yeah, they were asleep in... Uh, they were found party. in their bed. The only evidence was a was a cigarette butt near the near the floor, and uh, Koppel was a friend of a friend who was at the party earlier that evening, and they think either he stuck around or came back after the party was over and was like, you know what, those bitches were annoying. I'm gonna take care of business, and he went up went upstairs. It's and, time uh, to kill. It's time to kill these bitches, <laughs> these and then I'm gonna smoke a cigarette, and I'm gonna leave it at the scene of the crime. Uh, crime, and then in 15 years, DNA technology will, <laughs> yeah, um, get me arrested. Yeah, I'm trying to see how much time it took. Um, but yeah, he thought he got away with it completely, and then uh, was caught. It was a year. It was a year later. Um, a yeah, year later. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He. Uh, I just, he, you know, like it's. People there is are more fascinated details. with what with the inner workings of the mind of a killer, right? You know what I mean? You get oh, you got to wonder. Broken. Something's definitely broken. You know the oh, you gotta... I, and and maybe maybe sometimes not broken, and it's just like a, you know, just like you, 
you know, you don't signal and you change a lane and a huge car accident happens, maybe that can happen in the human, human psyche too, Ooh. right? Like where it's like a totally normal dude. You, yeah. me, anybody that you know, uh, uh, just a regular fella. And then just a perfect circumstance of like, oh no, I killed someone. Do you think that's possible? Or is it like this person oh, absolutely, for sure. you know, like pissed the bed way too much when he was little and hurt animals mm, when he was yeah. a nine-year-old. Psychopath, sociopath. The, the range <clears throat> of, um, you know, the human psyche. I feel like it could be, it's probably more often the hurting animals as a child or, or being uh, subject to abuse or something like that. But I have to imagine that every once in a while it's just a, oh, I was, I was, I was just really mad. And then I, I, yeah, I feel bad about it. And I killed a person. I think, oh. well, so in Texas, um, they still do have a crime of passion clause. Um, and people have gotten out of, out of like, a, they definitely get sentenced, but they've gotten out of serious sentencing, long-term death since sentencing yeah. due to crimes of passion. Yeah, I think there's two. I mean, I think we're all angry apes on the inside. You know, you shut the lights off for more than a few yeah. days and, you know, things are going to get interesting there on the neighborhood block. But I think, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you got your Dahmers, you got your Gaines, you got your Helms, you got your um, Bundys. You know, there's definitely some, some really uh, sadistic, evil people out there. And they're pretty scary. Pretty yeah. scary. Um, moving on, the Liskey family murders. I don't know if you remember this, but this happened in Ohio, 2010. Um, Ohio teenager Devin Griffin re returned home from Sunday church service to find his brother, Derek, mother, Susan, and Susan's brand new husband, William, murdered. Um, Devin was so traumatized he could only say that the scene was like something out of a haunted house. Killer was found to be William Liskey's son from a previous marriage, who had a history of schizophrenia and violence. He was later picked up um, at a halfway house and pleaded guilty to all three murders. Um, and then he committed suicide in prison the next uh, 2015, five years later. Ooh, that's not long ago. Um, what 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 kind of murder are we talking about here? Uh, is he is he shooting bullets? Is he uh, uh, got a bow and arrow? It doesn't uh, say, but I actually remember the story. I'm pretty sure he used a shotgun. Ugh. Yeah, that's uh, you really thought that through. That's um, that's a lot. That's a that's a messy way to go. Shotgun, just a bunch of metal bits coming at you in a cone, high velocity. Well, it depends on the ammo he had. If he had buckshot, or if he was uh, using what's the oh, I forget what the other worse. one's called, but yeah, there's Bird the shot. blow a hole in you one, and then there's like the scat like buckshot. I think just like fires pellets like everywhere well, in yeah, front of the gun. You know what I mean? Buckshot is actually the is a slug, and then a typical shotgun shot is the particulates in the air. And then birdshot is a mixture of metal. Oh, that's and what it is. Salt. Yeah, birdshot will like wound a person, but then yeah. like buckshot is like you're you're killing. Is that yeah. the rule? I forget. Uh, buckshot will like. Hmm. Our dad tried to. Uh, this is a bad story. Our dad tried to shoot a neighbor dog, and um, that kept coming onto the property with with uh, birdshot. And I'm pretty sure he blew its foot off. I'm pretty sure it didn't go too well. He was wild that? in the nineties. He shot he um was. he shot he a hornet's nest too and got oh, stung man. several times or that a wasp story. nest or something on our property. 
Yeah, we were in the house playing Super Mario Brothers 3, and our dad comes in the house all sweaty and goes, Hey, i got to take care of something outside. You guys make sure you stay inside. Uh, keep the doors locked. Uh, yeah, I'll keep be, the doors shut. Don't come outside. I'll be, uh, I'll, be, I'll be right back. And then we, of course, go to the closest window and watch our... Oh, we, yeah. He was, was shirtless. The show in town. Had some short shorts on and real high socks and... <laughs> He had, his, show in town. <laughs> he had the he had the lawnmower parked by a tree, and you could see from the I mean I don't know 200 yards away, big old hornet's nest, <laughs> big old like uh, watermelon sized hornet's nest. And Dad had his had his shotgun and probably what 15 feet away, and then uh, shot shot the hornet's nest and ran. <laughs> he dis- idea, he disappeared from sight. We couldn't see him, but just in the the sound around the house, we just heard, ah! just dad screaming, <laughs> running around Why? the house. I mean, I guess you got to take care of it, but the There's internet better. wasn't out yet, folks. So, like, you couldn't Google, you know, how, hey, how to properly yeah, dispose of a, uh, you know, a wasp nest. Um, and, then, and then he also took out a... Um, like a, a rat snake or something, uh, I think on our oh, on our property. Oh yeah, point. It was got a copper. From a it was dead a copperhead. Yeah, it was a copperhead or something. He got up from a dead asleep. Uh, he he worked night shift, so he was sleeping during the day. Um, hey, we got a situation. There's a snake on the deck. This asshole with his short shorts and his tube socks, he gets out of bed. Well, I'm gonna comes pause downstairs. Here, full I was, I was the one messing with the snake with a rake. <laughs> And yeah. I was on a lower deck below a balcony, which is connected to my father's room. And I'm poking the snake with the rake, and the snake is coiling up the rake. And I just hear, Joel, drop it! And I threw it just enough to, to uh, eclipse the under of the under deck. And bam! <laughs> its head exploded. And my dad was up there. He had worked third shift delivering pizzas and making sure a municipal airport was safe. And uh, he blew the head off that copperhead right in front of me. Tip of the hat. Interesting man. Went back to bed. Tip of the hat. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, it's like you buy – all right, I feel like he was kind of – you know, you buy a shotgun, you want to use it. You know what I mean? Always. (laughs) That's part of the problem. You don't don't buy it and just keep it in the the case. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, here's the next times. one. Moving um, on, we gotta move. Yeah, sorry. Bronx <laughs> resident Carl Jackson uh, was a 21-year-old data entry clerk at Morgan Stanley on Halloween night, 1998. Jackson went with his girlfriend to pick up her young son from a party. While there, some teenagers threw eggs at their car, but the classic Halloween prank soon turned ugly. Jackson got got out of his car, exchanged words with the, with the teens, got back in the car. Then one of the teens pulled a gun and shot Jackson, killing him instantly. Police later arrested the 17-year-old Curtis Sterling for the murder. Curtis Sterling? That sounds like a murderer, right? That's a murder name. Just imagine the situation, though. You go, you're picking up your girlfriend's kid, and you, you're probably already piffed. It's not your kid. It's her kid. All right, yeah. I'll pick him up. You're 21, by the off. way. Yeah. And then you're waiting for him as he's like, you know, saying goodbye or taking that last drink or whatever he's doing. And then wham, 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 bam, eggs start hitting your car. You do what any man would do. You get out and say, hey, 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 come on now, kids, with your eggs. And then a kid shoots you. 
That's awful. That's the worst. Yeah, that's worse than an egg. I mean... <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jeez, gosh. man. Um, these are Halloween... These are Halloween murders, yeah. Yeah, so uh, this one's a little more famous. This is... Uh, um, Murder, uh, murder of Ronald Seisman and Elizabeth Platzman. Uh, sometimes in the early hours of Halloween 1981, Manhattan couple Ronald and Elizabeth were murdered in their Chinese apartment. They were severely beaten and then shot in the head execution style. And the apartment was... Ooh, completely... More like Elizabeth, Elizabeth Splatzman, am I right? Oh, Jeez. yikes. Uh, <laughs> their apartment was ransacked and they, the police believed that drug money was the motive but the case took a turn for the bizarre a police informant claimed that one of his fellow inmates had predicted the crime weeks before it actually happened that inmate turned out to be the son of sam david berkowitz oh yeah whoa Um, yeah so he uh he predicted the murder um he had he had been rumored to be involved with a satanic cult. Listen, 1980s, everyone blames Satan for everything. So, grain of sand. Yeah, um, grain of salt is what you say. But he says yeah. that the group that he was involved with um, was planning this murder while he was still there. And um, that's how he knew about it. The uh, killings are still unsolved. They've yet to be solved. Ugh, murder. Um. Here's the thing, man. This list goes on and on. <laughs> you got a lot of Halloween murders. Yeah, there is a lot. I'm not going to go through all of them. Um, I did. Well, wait till t- next year, man. The full moon uh, returns on Halloween night. The last time that happened was uh, oh, cool. 2002, I think, or something like that. So the the next time that a full moon will occur on Halloween is 2020. So maybe maybe lock the doors, stay inside next year, right? Yeah, no kidding. I feel like the full moon kind of activates murderers. I could be wrong. I mean, police say it does, and apparently there's more pregnancies at, during, uh, or more uh, babies delivered during full moons, so there's definitely... Sexing and killing. That's what people like on a That's, full moon. Like I said, we're just a bunch of angry apes just trying to That's pretend true. we're not. It's true. We got our smartphones and our internet and our, uh, you know, all of our, all of our series and our Lexis and... Our Lexis, our Series, our Googies. Yep, and and really deep down inside, we just we just want the fruit tree from the tribe across the street. You know what I mean? We Uh, want those figs. Those are our figs. um, Jordan's chiming in. He says meth is really scary, which I agree with Jordan, Uh, unless it's a only a little bit. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, Well, dabble, do you? Is what I say when it comes to methamphetamine. Jordan said, uh, "Dad no. had his red, his dead eye meter was full that day with the hornet's nest." <laughs> you gotta have the dead eye, unless you're the shotgun uh, assailant. Then dead All eye not off. required. You're yeah. gonna hit pretty much everything on the other side of that barrel. <laughs> um, well, let's um, let's jump down to some movie stuff. Uh, we typically end with that, but I figure maybe uh, with Halloween around the corner, I'd love to know. Uh, what have you been watching, John? Any? Uh... Well, our recommendation last week was uh, Henry, the <laughs> the portrait of a serial killer, and um, I just want to come out right in front of this. I want to get right out in front, and I want to say, if you watch this movie on our recommendation, uh, I'm sorry, 
This You're gonna is a feel lot sad. darker than a, a standard, uh, you know, a Halloween romp, a nice, um, you know, murder hocus movie. Hocus Pocus. Like a, a, yeah, a ho- yeah. You're uh, no, no, no. Like a Friday the Thirteenth. A, um, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, a, a, your your sleepaway camp. Your standard slasher Halloween fun fun outing. Uh, this was not that. Um, I watched it today. Uh, you and I started texting earlier and. Um, you mentioned, you know, hey, had you had you watched the the movie recommendation of the week? I said no, and and then you guilted me a little bit. You said, you know, hey man, you got to watch this movie. It's part of the pod. And I said, <laughs> okay, I got a couple hours, so I dropped my adorable four year old off at preschool, <laughs> and then I go home. I download uh, the this movie. Uh, starring uh, uh, Michael Rooker and a whole bunch of other people that never did anything with their career. And I watched this goddamn movie. Oh, my God. It's the darkest thing I've ever seen. It it screwed with me for like four hours. I took a slight nap in in the middle of the day, had nightmares during that. Um, Oh, Henry. First movie. Portrait of a Serial Killer. First movie for Michael Rooker. He was a janitor beforehand, went to the audition in his janitor outfit, and they say that that's why he got the part. So he could essentially say all of his fame came from the fact that he wore a janitor outfit to his first audition. This movie is violent. This movie has um, very um, visceral uh, rape scenes and uh, home invasion scenes. Uh, the violence is done in a way that is uh, not uh, romanticized or glorified uh, like you're used to in, in your standard violent movies. This is like kind of people laying around in puddles of blood. It's is violent. Oh, bother me. Um, I'm not. I'm. I want to be clear. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I think it is a good movie, but it, for me, it was wrong place, wrong time. I was like <laughs> maybe expecting some kind of fun Halloween movie, and then I fire this thing up, and um, whoo! Yeah, yeah, so it is. I mean, so here's my thing. We, without spoiling Joker, um, do you find some similarities? I, I, I think that movie has a lot of similarities with Joker because it's this, it's this no. journey into madness. No, no, no. I disagree. You don't see any similarities? I, I, n- no, not at all. No, I compare Joker to like um, my my go to is uh, Taxi Driver. It seems a lot like Taxi Driver, where you see like sort of a disenfranchised man, um, mental illness, kind of you know flirt on the on the fringe of you know something um outrageous something you could do cause harm to someone uh cross a line that kind of thing and then finally do it this movie um the main character rooker's character he's in a like it's established early on that yeah he kills he knows he knows he can get away with it he's kind of figured out a um the plan basically just do it in different ways and you know, make sure you're moving around a lot is sort of uh, what he teaches another character in the movie. And he, he, this, this man's already like damaged goods right out of the gate. Whereas the Joker or a taxi driver, it's like the character, the main character that you're sort of watching. And typically if you're watching a movie and they introduce a protagonist, it's like, you're sort of rooting for them. You, you want them to, I mean, you know, you you might have suspicions of where the movie's going to go and that it will it will end in tragedy. But 
I guess you're um, right. You know, w- this movie, like, I was like, okay, well, this is, like, from the from the beginning, it's only going to get worse. And once he buddied up with, um, I forget the character's name, real, like, hillbilly-looking guy. He had, like, mm-hmm. really monstrous teeth. Like, they were just messed up teeth, and he had, like, a comb-over thing. Do you remember the character's yeah, John name, John McNaughton is the actor that plays him, yeah. I do. What was the character's name? <clears throat> uh, the character's name... You got it in front of you, I assume. Yeah, give me a minute. Uh, yeah. Anyways, he he's teaching this guy to like that's Otis. Are yeah, you Otis, about... and he's yeah. teaching Otis how to be like a killer, and because Otis is sort of flirting with the idea, they're both like ex-cons. They they've been locked up for different things, and they're on probation and all this. But like Rooker's teaching him about how you know if you if you do it smart, you can kill, and his whole um, game plan was, or, you know, his whole reason for killing was, um, it's, it was, it was either me or them. Like is his mentality on the whole thing is like, mm-hmm. it's either me or them. Like I, it's, if I didn't kill them, they were, they were somehow going to harm me or my lot in life or whatever. And yeah, I, I don't see any correlation to well, Joker. I mean, yes, I, men- I do because you're getting health. the inside scoop on mental health, and kind of, again, it I and even you could use Otis's character as like you're watching someone go into the dark side, you know. Um, the other thing is, it does, and this is one of the more unsettling parts of the film for me, because of the gaze, uh, in terms of the director's gaze, is obviously focused on Henry. You, it forces you to have this weird empathy. And it's like, wait, no, 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 no. Yeah. He's a he's yeah, a killer. Right. He's a bad guy. And that is one of the more yeah. unsettling uh, for me. Um, another piece of trivia is this was the first NC-17 rated film. And the reason was it was originally given an X rating. Um, but they were like, listen, it's not it does. The director was like, it doesn't have pornography in it. Like this isn't porn. And so they created a, a whole new rating for adult content in a film, and that was NC-17. So I guess yeah. I, and um, outside Henry, of Showgirls, the, I don't know how many other NC-17 films I've seen. Yeah, and like uh, Henry uh, Rooker's character, he he lives with this Otis fella, and then she ha- he has his sister move to town, and that's kind of when the plot takes off. And um, that was sort of the one little window of maybe something close to kind of a neutral or happy ending for the movie was that uh rooker um the character henry would like maybe figure things out with her and get his head straight and stop killing people or or something close to that and uh spoiler alert that does not happen it just all goes bad um a fun watch but I don't know. I I don't. I, don't I, I didn't like it as a recommendation because I was thinking more along the lines of like a Hollywood, like a Hollywood, you know, kind of safe, um, you know, pr- like proven, yeah, your sleepaway camps or something like a Halloween movie, something yeah. fun, something you know, like violence in the way that like they cut away and blood splashes up on the, on the, well, on and the, it has on the a whole. Or um, some people call this like the the origin of the found footage film movie style as well. Cause there is like a camera element to it. Um, yeah. Otis kicks in the old black and white and they go buy mm-hmm. a new camera. Mm-hmm. Things don't work out from the, for the guy that they buy it from, by the way, he gets nope. murdered. 
and um, they went in for a color TV, and they left with a uh, a video camera and a color TV. And so, the disturb some of the most disturbing scenes in the movie, they're they're acting out in the film and and you know performing these atrocities, and then at the same time a scene later and then they're watching them again together like on the vcr that, yeah that's it's, weird too yeah oh it's horrible and then like there's that weird part where otis is like he like starts rewinding and and this is the guy sort of new to the idea of like hey you can you can murder and you can get away with it and you can have fun with it and you know just you know go you know have, have a good time um, yeah. which uh, the Henry character sort of talks to him about and they get this camera and they go do some insane shit and then uh, there's this scene where they're both sitting on the couch and watching it and they finish watching it and then that Otis character which is a, like the ultimate sleazeball he starts rewinding it and Henry's like what are you doing he's like oh huh, I want to watch it again and when he watches it again he goes to a specific spot and he puts it in like uh, slow-mo mode and so it's like frame by frame yeah, this horror that's happening on this shitty TV in this shitty Chicago apartment, and everyone looks like skank shit. It, it's hard to watch, <laughs> folks. I'm just saying. Well, I wasn't warned. Okay, I wasn't well, warned. That's uh, it's a that's... four by three aspect ratio. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anyone wants to check it out, it's on Amazon Prime. Um, it's also on Shutter. If you're a Shutter nerd like me, but. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know if I uh, necessarily like it, but I do feel like it is required viewing. Um, and part of the reason a lot of our favorite horror films are, are in the 80s. And I think the director, well, I know this, he's made many comments that he felt like people needed to see what the real side of a slasher film would look like. And um, so this is because of all the kind of kooky, campy slash films that have been out there. And, yeah, this director... Um, he really wanted yeah. to show people what was and, up. And in, that, and in that context, that's, like, pretty cool, right? Like, that's a good idea for a movie. Yeah, John like, McNaughton was the director. Tom Towles yeah, was Otis. Let's frame a couple characters and and show an audience, like, in the height of 80s slasher movies, um, you know, how grisly this actually is. Like, what, you're, yeah. what you think you're cheering for in the theater and... Yeah, you know, and, and then those movies were selling really well. Then you know what I mean. Like that's well, why they this made one, nineteen Jasons and fourteen yeah. Freddies, and I mean that's why you know. Yeah, when this one came out, though, they um, the production company did not like it. They thought it was it was supposed to be a slasher film. It was not what they thought it was going to be, and it actually sat on a shelf for three years. Um, and it, it was at that point that it was picked up by a different production company, and they put it out. And um, yeah, it was uh, insane. Imagine all the people going to the old drive-in, <laughs> you know, and they're yeah, thinking and, they're I thinking mean, they're like gonna the go see another. Yeah, no, the scenes that are actually displayed are like, I'm not kidding. They were hard to watch for me, <laughs> and I've seen a lot of violent movies. That I, t- I immediately started texting you afterwards, like, dude, why? Why did you say I should watch this movie? I was upset. <laughs> Well, I sent and the same text to Kevin. And that should be your reaction. Kevin. And, you know, sometimes that's a reaction you want out of a movie. Um, you know, it's it's cool to stir up, you know, uh, your, you know, whatever. I just wanted you, you to know, feel mix, something, mix, John. Mix things up. Yeah, feel something and want to talk about something afterwards. And I could talk about this movie for another two hours. But it was just, um, you know, be warned. If you're, if you're going to, if you actually want to watch Henry 
portrait of a serial killer um you know it's it's dark it is that's the only way i can describe well, that movie and is like you'll appreciate michael and, rooker especially go from that to guardians of the galaxy you know what i mean yeah, like he's uh, he's got Poppins some range stuff yeah <laughs> yeah he's got some range on him um well john i watched um the new watchman series i watched uh two episodes of the new watchman series on hbo um what you I think gotta, about that i gotta say it's real good um really it's, re- it's real complex there's a lot going on. There's um, you don't see you see um, hints at the heroes that you know from the Watch- Watchmen comic book, Alan Moore, but for the most part, this is in a post-Watchmen world. Um, there's a group of uh, people called the Calvary that have been inspired by Rorschach. He left a letter, okay. and it was kind of like uh, his 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 Jerry Maguire letter to America. You know, like everything that's wrong with the. America like and this manifesto, yeah, yeah, and uh, and then this group basically took it to heart and uh, like a religion. Yeah, I saw the trailers and they're, they're yeah. like all wearing the mask and yeah. stuff. Yeah, so yeah, they all wear the Rorschach. It's a it's a very discount Rorschach mask, but they all wear the Rorschach mask and and then there's um, I I think this is kind of cool because me and Lori, my wife, were talking about how this would be this seems realistic, but all the heroes were based out of like a police unit. And so they were all like policemen that um, in this future, policemen are hunted down. And so every single policeman wears a a face covering, like a mask. And so um, in this police unit, it's like a group of heroes that are, um, they're solving crimes, you know, they're doing their detective work and CSI kind of work. But then uh, at night, they're they're kicking bad guys' ass in their like superhero outfits. That's awesome. So... Uh, I have to ask you: Did you read the uh, Alan Moore Watchmen graph or d- oh yeah the novel? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, so do you remember the do you remember why uh, Rorschach's mask like changes depending on his mood? I, if I remember correctly, it's it's um so no one no one can remember his face or they see their worst fears or something like that. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, but like, do you know how, like, how that fabric works? Like, that's a oh. fabric in that universe. Oh, no, no, no. So, like, Ozzy Mendez is like the r- richest guy in the world, right? Like, he's, he's, he's got his, you know, hand in everything, right? Like, mm-hmm. from, um, whatever, you know, real estate to, uh, global economics, like everything, right? And so he, at one point, because he's a super genius, he invented. Uh, for like on a whim uh, for like a fashion show a fabric that models would wear oh, cool. and, it, and yeah, people totally loved it because it would that. like change shapes all around their body and like it would be it would make like different little like you know uh, like almost like a visual like um, I don't know how to describe it Effect, but like, yeah. you know like the sh- like shapes would form around the model's body and stuff like that and um, the Rorschach character, he found a scrap of this in the garbage or something like that, and that became his mask. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it's kind of cool that it's linked to Ozymandias. what ultimately becomes the villain of Spoiler The alert. Watchmen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I really like it. It's so good. Yeah, if you haven't read The Watchmen, do that probably first, right? Like, you should you read You definitely that. should. And they did yeah. a lot because, you know, HBO smart. They know a lot of people's only knowledge of the Watchmen is the movie. So it could easily be taking place in the same universe as the movie. Um, like 
stylistically um, is that true like yeah stylistically and and okay. it, and like the color palette and um like it's graphic violence constantly and you do get a glimpse of dr manhattan he's like taken refuge on mars and no one's heard from him for years but they show like a martian rover video and it looks oh, exactly cool. like the movie um and you see again hints of other Watchmen characters, so like the owl mobile, that flying thing. Um, Artemis. That's, yep, that's in it. Or Archimedes. I'm sorry, Archimedes. Uh, Archimedes. I think it might be Art. Uh, one of those two. Either way, that's in it. Um, it's night owl. Night owl is the character. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I'm only on episode two. Miss but Jupiter. Would... Any Miss Jupiter in there? Um, you see Captain pictures. Patriot? You see pictures of them, but you, yeah, nothing substantial yet, but. Um, yeah, it's really good, and it's uh, uh, Damon Linderhoff, who's who is uh, one of the top writers for Lost, um, and a bunch of other shows. He is leading this up, and um, Alan Moore is not involved. He they tried, and he was just like fuck off. He's kind of a grumpy old. No, guy now. he's yeah. No, he's against like he was against the movie being made. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure he argued with like publishers too about how like the the actual like. 80s comic book was published he was also against the dark knight cartoons being made he just doesn't think anyone else should do that you know he's just very vocal about that kind of stuff i get it i I mean i get it if he's a if he's a true visionary and an artist he doesn't want his shit to be watered down and commercialized i understand his viewpoint but at the same time if you have if you have gold it's like well let's share the gold you know what i mean like he was so they uh, DC Comics re re-released um, the the Watchmen books and made and added new stories to that. I think that was a huge like um, that set like lawsuit or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they had to like figure that all out and like you know all the lawyers had to team up to like just figure out how to make new comics around the Watchmen universe. And those a lot of those are really good. Um, if you ever you know find yourself looking through the the old trade section at a half price book and you see some watchman comics that don't look old like those are those those are those re-release yeah, like there's only 12 not re-release but like ad- additional stories yeah. on all of the characters yeah yeah it's good i mean how, how, for those that don't know watchman i would, i would describe it as it it is again f- from an 80s perspective is where it kind of started but a realistic take on how would the world really react um, to superheroes, and one of the key slogans is "Who watches the Watchmen?" And um, you know, it's similar to if you like the boys, it's super similar to that. Like it's got, it's got it's the same kind of moral oh, yeah. outcome. So I love it. I think you should definitely find a way to watch it. There's only two episodes out. They release weekly on like Sundays, I think. Yeah, um, I like to wait, and then that super, way I have like six. Super high production value, though. Like we're looking okay. at like Game of Thrones level production value, with explosions. And at one point, John, it rains squid, um, and that's another well, callback. Not, to hold the, on, man. We don't want to spoil, bud. Well, we're not trying it, to spoil. It's in the. It's it's either way. I'm not get, spoiling anything, but it, ra- <laughs> rain it rains. Squid? That means it rains something to me. Squid. I've read the book, and everyone's just like, oh, it's just like a. Or, you know, turn on your wipers, keep going on with your day. It's just like a normal thing, you know. Yeah. It's just lots of mysteries that uh, I love shows like that. That first few episodes are just packed with like head scratchers, and you know the whole yeah. rest of the season has to untangle all of that. I think that's really well, cool. and that's so. what's cool about that the original book too is that like that was 
you know, The Boys, which was hugely successful on Amazon, but like 30 years before, you know, it's like a farce or yeah, like right. a realistic take on the idea of a, of a superhero. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, so that's what that's really the only thing I wanted to tell you about in terms of movies. Anything else that you watch besides Henry Portrait of a I Serial? took a, <laughs> yeah, I took a Halloween break. Um, there's this there's this team that keeps coming to my trivia events that I do all over beautiful Columbus, Ohio, um, and they're called Dirty Mike and the Boys, and I was like, <clears throat> I see that trivia name often, right? Like Dirty Mike and the Boys that come that's come up like at least a dozen times over the last couple three years right doing doing trivia all around town that's like a go-to name dirty mike and the boys and i was talking to these boys over at um uh, fourth street bar and grill which is uh sort of like you know close to osu campus and uh in columbus and and i'm like man dirty like where does that come from dirty mike and the boys because i see that a lot and they're like the other guys Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg. And oh, right on. I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. And it's like a group of homeless men. Um, that's that such a good They're movie. called Dirty Mike and the Boys. And they keep having um, what they call soup kitchens in his Prius, <laughs> um, which is basically like a homeless orgy. Um, <laughs> soup kitchens. Yeah, and they call it a soup <clears throat> kitchen. And, uh, that's great. So, so I, I took a little Halloween break, horror movie break, and I watched uh, The Other Guys and – it is amazing. It uh, holds up. I think rock, it's actually the better. Hair. <laughs> it's a better rewatch now than when it first came out. I think <laughs> it's it's really funny, especially if you like Will Ferrell and yeah, uh, so Mark Wahlberg's kind of big then... for, big first foray into comedy. Really, <laughs> it's so good. Besides the happening, yeah, I mean it is. It holds up. It's very <laughs> funny. Uh, Michael Keaton is their uh, police chief, which is great. And then the movie starts with uh, Samuel L. Jackson and Dwayne The Rock Johnson as like the two big dick dicks, you know, you know, whatever cops, detectives in the in the in in the outfit, and and then they they die, and and the whole movie is about like, well, who's gonna who's gonna fill that slot, you know, who's gonna be the cool yeah. new you know detective yeah. duo, <laughs> uh, a cop duo that's. Hello, hello. Top three, ladies and gentlemen, Rad Dad Radio. Here we go. We we had a funny little audio problem there. Um, so can't hear my brother. We're gonna go ahead and 
Can you hear me now? I can't. It's uh, it was all me. <laughs> you're li- you're a liar. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This There's is just one a... more. I have to tell him. Top three. <laughs> Top three. All right, let me do the whole thing. Top, Top, Top three. three movies featuring non-paranormal murders. <laughs> Top three slasher movies. Slasher, stabby murder films, because that's what we're doing on the theme tonight. Sorry, you dicked again. me on that, man. No, I didn't dick you. <laughs> You're like, oh well, that's the end of the segment. There's one more. Listen, I'm gonna do it real quick. It's on Hulu. It's called Little Monsters. It is so good. I it was. It's a delight. If you have Hulu, it's a oh. zombie movie. It stars the lady from Us. It's called Little Monsters. No, it's not the Fred Savage, uh, Fred Savage, uh, Howie Mandel, whatever bullshit from the 1980s. Little Monsters. And I'm done. That's all I needed. Okay. I'll <laughs> Top watch it. three. That's got Lupita Nyong'o, right? Yes. Have yeah. you heard of this uh, thing, and, Joel? No, me and Lori saw it, and it's like a kindergarten teacher and zombies. It's so, and dude, you, yeah. you will howl. It's a comedy zombie. It, you, you will love it. It's a comedy. Okay. I didn't know that. You will love it. Okay. Top, Top three. three. <laughs> All right, son of a bitch. <laughs> What's your? All right, so this you... this week's top three is um, slasher films, but with an asterisk of it can't be supernatural in any way, shape, or form. So, along the lines of kind of the theme of the episode, where the scariest thing is the craziest person that yes. wants the taste of blood, wants to wants to act as if he's a a god amongst men taking life, sparing life at a whim. Yes. On a whim, I think is how you would say it. Yes. yes. <laughs> you want right. to start? Should I start? I'll what start. do you like? I'll start. My number three is... Um, my number three is Scream. Uh, Scream is the best. Um, it's it, it revolutionized horror. It took us from the 80s kind of camp put all that into a ball and then threw it into the future with kind of us. uh, uh, Honestly, I think a whole string of what some would call unpredictable horror films like uh, scream kind of put a big old spotlight on. Hey, everybody, you've been doing the same shit for 20 years. So let's, uh, let's, let's chop it up. No pun intended. So uh, I think scream is, is a treasure. And uh, I like, I like the sequels. I like the second one a lot. Uh, I can't seem to remember the third one too well. The fourth one was it was smart, but it was doing what the first movie made fun of. It was using all the same tropes, and um, maybe that was yeah. on purpose. But uh, yeah, so Scream is my number three. Well, and I love the quote you had in like the buffer, like the Mixler buffer, or is like you know what it was like like horror movies don't create killers; they just make killers more creative or something like that. Oh yeah. You had like Yikes. a little line of yeah. dialogue from, I think that was scream in there. Yeah. 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 That's my number three. What's yours? My number three. And this is a, this is a 2007 remake. Uh, the title of the film is funny games. Ugh. I know. I know you hated it, and that's mainly no. why I put it on I my didn't list. Hate it. I, I didn't was like, hate it. I did like that movie, but Joel hated it, so 
definitely no, I going did, on my list. I did what you did, and I showed it to another group of people, <laughs> and then I came to love it. Um, and I shouldn't say love it. I appreciate what it did, but that is an unsettling film. That film oh, is it's, just oh, psychologically yeah. messing with the viewer. It breaks the fourth wall in a very unique way. You know, yeah. it stars um, Naomi Watts, Tim Roth, and then it's got like some people. You're not going to recognize them by name, but you've seen them in a bunch of stuff, uh, especially yeah. this Michael Pitt. Um, he was in. He was in um, the What's Village. Name? He was in Murder by Numbers. Okay. Um, a, a, a few other ones, but uh, this is a remake of an Italian movie. Yeah. And Swedish. Is is that right? Swedish? I, I forget. I yeah. So. So it's yeah. a remake of like a foreign film, and it's like just sort of the Americanized version, and it's your standard home invasion, but it's like two nice boys and then it slowly turns into like oh wait holy shit like i'm pretty sure they want to kill her they want to kill like you know my wife and my and my son this is bad um it's yeah. a home invasion it's... movie but in a very backwards way and there's theories yeah, it... that they're aliens there's theories that they're um copies of other pe- like there's all kinds of crazy theories out there and that's only because people can't wrap their head around how messed up it is i think it has an interesting score currently on rotten tomatoes i'm seeing a 52% which is it's about right anytime i see anytime i see anytime i see something right in the middle i'm i'm always like very interested like if if it's up in mm-hmm. the 70s 80s i'm like okay this will probably be good if it's down in the 30s, 40s, I'm like, all right, this probably blows. But if it's in the middle, I'm like, ooh, I could hate this or I could love this movie, right? Like, yeah, okay. you know, because because it's critics' reviews, you know, like it's yeah. a confusing movie to watch. It's um, well, yeah. and I think Funny that's games, what my makes it three. unsettling because we get used to, and we talked about this um, when I called you after watching The Joker. Is you get used to you get used to expecting certain things in a film and whenever a director knows what that is and then knows what your backup expectation is and then gives you something completely unexpected even if that's in a like let's let's use the room that's part of the reason the room is so compelling is because it makes no sense and you can't follow it um, but that also is captivating because it's like, all right, buckling up for the ride. We'll see what comes up next, you know? And, yeah, I, uh, and I personally look at movies that do that as like a respect for the audience, you know? Because Oh, for sure. Yeah, you've yeah. Seen, you've, how many times have you seen the same you know, plot used in, yeah. in a movie, you know? And, and it's like, yeah, all the characters are different and the runtime of the movie might be different and the soundtrack and the visual style and the cinematography all that's different but it is the it's you get the same plot you know the same three structure you know character introduction conflict resolution you know yeah um, over and over again and this is one that i think breaks yeah breaks that mold and and it's just it's scary i don't know these boys are they're wearing all white watch it with friends seems so nice yeah that's my advice. A good friend of the show, Golden Bear, he he watched it by himself, and he's like, "I don't get it." You got to watch it with a group of people. That's part of the fun, I think, of a lot of these horror films. So yeah, yeah. My number two is a little Stephen King joint called Misery. Oh hell yeah! A lot of people know the story, but essentially, it's a super fan. 
and she uh, has a has a weird obsession with a, a book called a book and a character called Misery, and she essentially crafts a way to kidnap and capture the author. And uh, let's just say it ends with one of the greatest on-screen battles. <laughs> oh yeah, um, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you and got it, Jimmy Khan. You got uh, Kathy Bates on this thing. It's a solid. Flick, it's a classic. Misery. I mean, it's a classic. Uh, you know what? It well, makes me want to read the book. I'm not a reader. I'll do that. I was. Rad I Dad went book to Club. public school, so I don't read a lot. But I, I feel like I could read this book, you know, and I, that would be as entertaining. I've um, heard that one. I've heard Pet Cemetery. I've heard, um, it or it is long, but I've heard they're all fun reads, you know. Hey, I gotta empty the old saddlebag here. Uh, do you want a topic real quick while we're on our number twos, or oh, you want to yeah, keep talking yeah. about misery? Sure. Here, at Red Dad Radio. Whenever you have to take a leak. You give some, you give the listeners something to think think about something to think. It's a challenge for the co-host, is how I look at it. Okay, but all right. Okay. So your topic is: Have you ever thought you were going to be killed, IRL? Ooh. And if oh. so, what was the closest form of you know that version of fear that you've ever you've ever by encountered in your life? Killed by another person? Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, murder. All right. Okay. I'll be right back. Okay. I was uh, taking classes at the University of Cincinnati, and I uh, was on my way back, <clears throat> way back, uh, on my way back home, and I decided to stop at the old at the old uh, drug store to get some uh, some treats for the ride home. Uh, probably at that time, I was like, "Well, let's get a Mountain Dew and some some combos, or you know, whatever it might have been," and. Um, I was standing outside. I remember standing outside in front of the drugstore and just the part where it started to get a little darker. So, like, the lights flooding out of the store were not hitting this area. So it was a little uh, uh, pretty much where Jay and Silent Bob would have stood (laughs) at a convenience store off to the side. And this guy came up to me. And I remember, um, oh, that's right. I went, there was a Blockbuster. That's it. So across the street from the blockbuster or from the drugstore was a blockbuster and uh for for you youngins out there blockbuster used to be a store in which you went and got movies then to watch um and uh, i miss them i miss them dearly so i went in there they had a sale and i got some i got some vhs tapes because where i lived we only had a vhs player you guys probably think this is like the 70s this was probably like 2001 and i bought uh God, I actually got Jay and Sil- did I get? I think I got Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, and Shaft with Samuel Jackson. <laughs> and then I went back to the drugstore to get the snacks. I was standing outside the drugstore, and this guy comes up to me, and he was asking for bus money. And uh, I was young and naive, and I made the mistake of I kept my change in my wallet like a goof. Like, don't do that. It's bad for your back. I open up the uh, the wallet and he sees the cash that I have, which was not a lot, but it was like dollar bills, you know. And then he asked for the cash, and this is where things got interesting, because I was like, no, 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 you just wanted bus fare. I'm gonna give you the dollar ten or whatever he had asked for for bus fare, because he was going to a party. I remember that. <sighs> and so he sees the cash. I'm back. Yeah, so he sees the cash. And that's where things get interesting. 
and he reaches down and points a gun at me. And I don't know gun types, but I, I don't remember it was smaller and black. And he's pointing the gun at me and he's asking for um, all my cash. And I was like, well, I was like, hold on, man. And I remember I stepped into the light of the drugstore because um, I was off to the side. And um, I was like, hold on, man. And he and he seized a blockbuster bag. And he's like, what movies do you have? <laughs> so he's still going to hold me up. But he, <laughs> I think because of the light, he's like, well, I'm not going to take his money. I'm just maybe I'm going to take his movies. And I was like, I don't know, man. And I pulled the first movie I pulled out, Samuel Jackson Shaft. He's like, oh, you like that movie? And I was like, yeah, man, I love this movie. I saw it in the movie theater. And he's like, I haven't seen it yet. And I was like, well, here, take it. <laughs> so Is this real? This is real. So he took the Shaft VHS, and he put the gun away, and he left. And I was like, okay. And I didn't – there's no cell phones, folks. I didn't call 911. I didn't go in the convenience store. I just got in my car, and I went home. <laughs> you need to tweet – Samuel L. Jackson and let him know that tell him that he, he saved my he life. He saved your life. Yeah. 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 Whoa. That, so that yeah, that was uh that was I a heard fun all one. that story, but I had to get a natural light natter day from the fridge in addition to my piss. Sorry. Oh man. Um well, here Sam, <laughs> wow. I have natter day in the fridge. I'm going to go get one and we'll be drink it'll be it'll be like we're drinking together. They have them out there in Colorado? We finally found some. Yeah. Yep. They're not bad, aren't they? They're I can't do a lot of them, but they're okay. Well, no, they'll give you a headache. I see the appeal. Heartburn. Yeah, I see the appeal. <laughs> Here, same story. Did you almost die once? Go for it. <clears throat> Man, I have to dig. Um, I've n- all right, so I've never had a gun drawn on me after going to a blockbuster. That's never happened. Um, have I ever thought I was going to be killed by somebody? I'm trying to think of like all the weird drug deals I've been to in my life. There was a time in American history when uh, for a for an adult man to purchase uh, the illegal narcotic marijuana that you would have to maybe find yourself in some you know some seedy situations, but I think I'm pretty privileged. I don't think I've ever been close to been close you to never death. Been close to death? Oh, the, the, no, yeah, I don't have a good story like you. Um, the closest I ever had, and it's pretty grim, I guess, is that like I spent a lot of time hanging out with a guy who I, I, I won't say his name, I guess, on the podcast. But um, when I was in high school and then for a year or two after high school, um, hung out with this guy in, in, a, in a social group, not, not ever really like just me and him or anything like that, but he was around and I, I thought he was interesting and he was into similar music and kind of introduced me to, you know, smoking marijuana and, and things like that. And, um, <clears throat> actually taught me how to roll my first, um, uh, J-Bone. joint that sort of a iconic moment in a smoker's life. Um, he went on to um, kill his wife. Oh, uh, yeah, kill his wife, kill him. Uh, he, tra- he no wait, what happened? Okay, this is yeah, I, I fucked it up. This, but this is this is dark, so get ready. He, um, they had a they had a child, and he, oh, no. uh, 
he shot his child and killed his child. Ooh, he what? Uh, killed. He tried to. He tried to um, fire the weapon on his wife. It misfired, and then he turned the gun on himself, and it did fire. So he he left a widow, and and he also like killed his. Uh, it was a. It was. I mean, it was a. It was a baby. It was a little oh, kid, and this no. all happened in. Uh, oh God, that's awful. Yeah, beautiful Hillsboro, Ohio. But what was weird was I heard about that story, and immediately was rushed with like all the good times I had with this guy. I mean, he was a weird guy, but he was also. Interesting. An interesting guy. So and... you are closely related to that snap, like uh, not you, obviously, but well, like. Well, but, but that's what you I'm know. Saying, a, like you know a before and a after time in his story. life, you know, and I'm around. Yeah. So here's the question: Do you think that guy, under different circumstances, is there a, is there a universe where that never would have happened, or do you think that would have of that course, something yeah. like that would have always happened? That's always a big, uh, you know. That's like. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, you can't know, but you have to imagine that. Yeah, like in a different cir- circumstance, not not bound by you know wh- you know whatever this dimension we live in or whatever. That you have to assume that there's a, a thousand outcomes, you know, whatever million. or like infinite. Well, you technically, know, like an inf- in- infinite amount of yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, it makes you wonder though, doesn't it? Makes you really scratch. Like, what are yeah, the but, set yeah. of circumstances? Well, like and, been... and then there's like um, the the way people say like w- like anytime someone's killed, <clears throat> they always say you know this person, who knew that that he was capable of that, and I always mm-hmm. I always find that like, um, wordage or like weird, right? Like if if someone's capable, capable of murder, it's not like, like they brave. were capable of murder yeah. their entire life, and everyone is capable of murder, right? Like. You're, yeah. Joel, you're capable of murder. I mean, if – I mean, imagine a circumstance where you would have to, like, t- kill someone. I bet, I oh, bet we could do it. defend my family for sure. Yeah, protect but, your family. Um, but, like, angry, maybe, angry, like, I'm going to think about it and then I'm going to decide to do it. That right. seems impossible to me. Right, but I just always – I always look at that um, phrasage of capable of murder. You hear that so often about someone who does it, right? Like – who knew? Oh, capable of murder. Um, but at this, you know, at the same time, like I hung, I spent many, many nights hanging out with this guy and, you know, we would do parties and whatever, had a beer, sit around and joke, play music together, that kind of thing, play Xbox together. And then one day down the butterfly effect, the, the tree branch of possibilities, this is how this guy's life ends. And I, you know, I can I considered him a friend, you know. If I got a a call from him and none of this happened, and he was like, "Hey, well, you I'm didn't having know a big about party," it too. <laughs> what if you didn't know about it? What's that? <laughs> what if you didn't know about it and he just called you up from prison? Well, no, he died. He killed himself that night. Mm. Oh, I missed that part. Um, Yikes! Yeah, no. So he yeah he killed his he killed his um, son and then his. He tried to kill his wife. The gun misfired, and then he turned it on himself. It's the darkest thing you can imagine. So, and oh, this was so wait, at like his a wife gathering. survived. So this was in front of, yeah, she's alive still. And oh, this was in front of like family. Like her parents were there, and they were having like a cookout or a bonfire or something like that. And he Whoa. just decided he he popped one night and and decided to do this. And um, yeah, super super dark. Um, 
Wow. Let's we gotta swing That's this. So many way. questions. Let's, okay, what's the John, next, what's it? Yeah, what's the next topic? <laughs> what's your What's your number top two <laughs> on top three? <laughs> um, my number two is um, 1971's Straw Dogs. Uh, it had oh, Dustin yeah. Hoffman in it. Oh, nice. You remember that movie? Um, I've seen the remake. I've not seen the uh, uh, the OG yeah. one. Okay, so I recommend the OG one. Um, I mean, the remake is fine, too. I didn't mind the remake. I think it Kate stars uh, Cyclops. Yeah. Um, yeah yeah the, the original is fun because it had it was made in 1971 which <laughs> it turns out when you make a movie in 1971 there's like a whole lot of stuff going on in that movie and just production value and how people act and and everything that like completely adds to the experience and um yeah, the story is what there's a sort of a, a academic type from from the U.S. and they're uh, like on they're like vacationing or whatever, and they're in this um, I forget exactly where they are uh, Scotland or Ireland or something like that, and uh, shit hits the fan. There's some local farmers and um, this yeah this movie is dark if you watch it, but. Uh, not as dark as the revenge the, the, flick. Hen- the Henry movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a revenge flick for sure. Or is it Harry or Henry? It's Hen- Henry. Yeah. Yeah. Henry portrait of a serial killer. Yeah. 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 Um, but this one's good. Um, I, if you, I don't know, there's something about movies that are like that hold up and that are good from like, 1985 and earlier that just because of the year it was produced i was like i'm instantly on board because i love the idea of kind of time traveling uh cinematically and it's dustin hoffman i mean he this is early in his career 71 back in you know here's to you mrs robinson and all that so yeah straw dogs Number two on the list. Uh, yeah, another home invasion one. You know, they're they're at this farm and they're trying to lock themselves in. There's these crazy hillbillies that want to get with his wife, and he's kind of a nerd, so he's like struggling to protect and he completely, you know, in a in a foreign environment, out of his element. There's no nine one one on the phone you can call, and a cruiser's at your you know you know at your at your house five minutes later. So. Uh, adds to the adds to the fear factor. I liked it. Awesome, man. <clears throat> um, well, my number one, number one, top um, one. Man, I use this. I, I feel like I've used this in other lists, but I just love this movie so much. I, I I do. I need to do a rebroadcast of our Sleepaway Camp episode, but Sleepaway Camp is definitely my number one. It's just such a fun film. I won't go too far into it, but it's like classic 81 summer camp murder film. Who Who's a killer? Who's a killer? Is it a counselor? Is it a kid? Is it is it a sister? Is it the brother? And I will stand by that it has one of the most unexpected, crazy twists at the end of the movie that will, if you watch this with a group of people, your jaw will drop. And... Uh, that's all. I'll Is this say the about one with that. the boiling pot of water? Did you make me watch yeah. this? Yeah, yeah. I made yep. you and Carl and Kevin. Yep. It is a no. weird one. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I lo- well, and I'm a camp guy, so 
for me it's just like uh it, it and it's it takes place at a real camp and they they do the camp stuff right and it's fucking weird it's out there man so it gets weird Super camp it's not it's free on youtube if anyone wants to watch it the director himself posted the entire movie on youtube for people to just watch so check it out that's my number one i like it uh and i did like it when i watched it it was very um no pun intended campy and yeah. um yeah really unexpected the ending <laughs> Really I mean, good. You deaths. like you did everything you could to spoil it, despite my efforts. You know, like as we were yeah. watching it, like get ready for this part. I'm like, you just shut up and let just let it yeah. happen. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, very fun movie. And don't watch it alone. Uh, like I think I think most of these watch it with watch it with people. Um, yeah. The next my my number one, which you absolutely can watch alone and i think might be better to watch alone if you haven't seen it comes from 1995 stars uh, sir bradley pitts stars um morgan freeman it was directed by seven. david fincher yeah yeah i went se- i went seven on my number one a um, good one man this is a hard the category at- the atmosphere they set in this movie and i mean you are like in another world it's a very wet dirty drippy new york something city and uh yeah john doe has the upper hand you know john doe has the upper hand yeah 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 and that was also featured it was funny because i had my list done and that was featured in your little uh mixler bumper track that you had in there too you know what's in the box yeah all that um Seven. Everyone's seen Seven, right? I you mean, know, I feel like if you're younger and you're listening yeah. to this, maybe if you're, you know, it's under a the metal age of 30, movie. You, you, you could have missed it. Um, it's a good one. Gwyneth Paltrow, Morgan Freeman, Bradley Pitster. It's a good one. And, and uh, Paltrow, before she was like bonkers and like putting, you know, like whatever Kegel diamonds in her vagina <laughs> and and, being, and just being annoying and stuff. Um, back like classic Paltrow. <laughs> yeah. OG yeah, pouch. OG OG pre Iron Man Poutro. Yeah. Um that's a good one, man. That I think set off a whole generation of wackos. <laughs> Cause that movie had such an aesthetic to it. Yeah. Um, the music. Yeah, well so the Yeah, and, and if you haven't seen it, here's here's your pitch. It's it's the seven deadly sins, all orchestrated by one serial killer, uh methodical uh uh, tacticianer of of death like honoring the seven deadly sins and what's what's wild about it is once you start kevin the movie spacey and you get yeah kevin yeah kevin spacey we don't talk about him anymore he did we he can't. was he's he a bad man who should not be named um, yeah yeah he should not be his performance is great in this movie but anyways um they they once you get to the first sin and you realize what you're in for you know how long a movie is and you know oh man there's six more of these things they got to get to this is awesome like i can't wait because you know what i mean it's like it's when you watch a movie and you know like okay there's there's six things they still have to tick off this list yeah it had a formula it had a formula that you had yeah the formulaic part of it yeah yeah okay i'm gonna pitch a sequel to you okay because I it's I think it's a matter of time before this gets redone or oh, remade, it'll happen, right? Like or, any movie that ever made money will get a 
a sequel well, or a and think about a every actor every actor eddie murphy's going through it right now every actor that um as they get older they're starting to run out of money they, they their conscience starts to <laughs> starts to just starts to tick like on them yeah they yeah. start to run out of money their conscience starts to remind them oh you have kids you have people you need to leave something for you blew it kids all kids maybe yeah. yeah you blew it all on you know fancy vacations and caviar wine and uh i think when bradley pitt gets to that point we're gonna see here's the sequel um he's in jail and there's a copycat killer, and they and they get him out Rambo style to help track down the copy. Why would and, he be? In, oh no, I know why he would be in jail because he's <laughs> wrath. Yes, yes, and he has to come out. He comes out. But the, here's the only hole in why he would agree to do that is he never stopped making movies. The money train has never left the oh, station he's for him. rich for a few lifetimes but i mean he every every year every two years a bradley pitt movie comes out like he's he's paid you know um, yeah either that or they redo it and it has a guy from suicide squad and it's awful <laughs> it's you jared I mean? leto as brad pitt and <laughs> oh i would watch jared leto do that i think he could, he would actually do okay you know all right so here's the thing maybe that i could see working would be a series called seven i could see that uh, i could see that it deserves more than that it does it's too, but it, it's I too mean, good it's of a, a standalone formula. movie it's completely whole well on and let's own. be honest let's be honest saw completely ripped off that formula saw totally it's the it's the killer punishing yeah, it was like, people it was like and... you're getting trapped in in my little game because you're a piece of shit you know what I mean? It was yeah. It was like retribution for being a a dickhead person. You know, you stole yeah. from people, you embezzled, or you were a a prostitute, or you know what I mean? Like it was like the the whole core of seven. It was like the serial killer John Doe. He was right. I mean, he. he he orchestrated the whole thing. So you're rooting for Pitt and Morgan Freeman the entire movie, but. I mean, he only, I mean, everything he did was like gnarly, but he was, he was right all along the way. Like he fucked with a drug dealer. He fucked with somebody who, you know, ate too much, you know, and then the vanity one, that one was just like, man, I'm not, I don't feel bad for these victims, you know, like they were, they were the lust one and was they had the it coming, roughest. you know? Yeah. The lust guy was. I killed her. I he oh, made me no. he made me put it on. <laughs> okay, that guy so that, he plays the same role actor, in every movie. <laughs> yeah, that actor he played he played that character in like six other movies, and he Alien built a career on that character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he told me to fuck her, so I did. I fucked her. <laughs> All right. Well, that was uh, that was our Top oh, did three. I, did I do my number one? I did. You did. You did. did, you did yeah. We both. I want to do. I think we both had like solid movies. Well, I want to give you my uh, my honorable mention here, man. Um, a perfect getaway. Have you? Are you a big Tim Timothy Oliphant fan? I mean, who? Oh, isn't? I'm a huge elephant fan. Love that okay. Timothy Elephant. So, a perfect getaway is it's a 2009 thriller that slipped through the cracks. Me and Lori caught it recently. It's got Mila Jovovich. 
Um, Steve Zahn, who a lot of people know from Saving Silverman. Steve Zahn. Who loves is, he Steve plays, Zahn? Everyone loves Steve Zahn. And then Timothy Oliphant. And essentially, Mila Zolovich and Steve Zahn are on like a, um, like a tropical vacation. And they, they hear all these rumors of these killings that are happening on the island. And they go on a hike. And they happen to run into the psychopaths, the group of like bad guys, which is led by Timothy Oliphant. And it's a total like cat and mouse outsmart the other one kind of game or a movie. So uh, it's really good, though. And it's uh, it's yeah, one those of those spoilers. Movies. This sounds interesting. I want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's called uh, Perfect Getaway. And uh, it's real good. You get to see Timothy Oliphant play a really bad guy. And that's kind of fun for me. So. Um, oh, he's the, he plays a real yeah. He's always been a good bad guy, and he's a great good guy too. That's you know that's the range of the elephant. He's the best. Uh, I have an I have an HM. Okay. Um, it's uh, God Bless America with Bill Murray's brother. Did you ever see Which that movie? One? It was directed by Bobcat Goldthwait. Arthur Conan Doyle Murray. This Is that his name? this one. Yeah, the older. The older no, Bill I think he's brother? just called John Murray or something. I forget. He has a couple brothers. Okay, yeah, keep going. Anyways, yeah, God bless America. It's just like um, a guy who's like really pissed off at society and decides to go on a killing spree. And there's a, a young teenage girl who sees what he's doing and he explains himself to her. And she's like, yeah, I guess you're right. Let's do it. And they, it, the whole movie is violence. It's Ooh. really, it's really violent, like. They're just they are they are killing and it's called um, uh, God bless America. All right. End of end of HM. End of it. All right. Well, let's uh, you want to talk about video games? Let's talk about video games. Finally, finally, I've been waiting for you to ask me if I want to talk about video games. The answer I say is yes to you. Let's talk about them, man. Video games. Wow, the original. OG Xbox startup sound effect. Wow. I'm impressed. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, like what that. what have you played? Took me what, back, what, man. What, I know you, um, you what gave have us I been the, playing? I've been the playing full download Grand Theft Auto on... 5 hard recently. Uh-huh. <laughs> Due to the uh, the VR mod, um, I re- uh, so so my big drive um of like getting through missions was i wanted to fly i wanted to fly you know and okay. i wanted like yeah i want because flying in vr is it'll turn your stomach a little bit and i have <laughs> really like, well yeah because you know you can do like loop-de-loops and corkscrews and fly under bridges and you know all, all that stuff and uh i finally got to uh trevor uh, up in blaine county and I know I'm supposed to – listeners, listen. I know I'm supposed to be, like, finishing uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. I know that. I know you that. You have a goal. And instead, have a goal. instead, I've gone back to Grand Theft Auto V, which I beat on the Xbox 360. I got halfway through on the Xbox One, and now I'm revisiting, and I've repurchased for PC and installed a mod to play VR. I know. So here's the deal. I thought of a consequence for you. <laughs> So if you don't finish Red Dead Redemption by Would we November, say November November 28th, that that was when okay. the first Red okay. Dead episode aired. If you don't finish it by then, Frozen 2 comes out on November 27th, yours truly's birthday, Super Shark's birthday. Um if you don't finish finish the game, you have to go see 
Frozen 2 with your kids yeah. wearing the skull makeup that you did for Halloween. Oh, <laughs> I don't know, Joel. I don't know if they would let me into the theater doing that's the, part of like, the shame to, that's part of the yeah, shame that's to, part of the anxiety yeah. oh, that you okay. need to feel so to, to motivate you <laughs> yes 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 even better daddy yeah, why did part... you want to shoot up the movie theater and think that like aurora was cool in colorado like, and then if they yeah, ask I'm you just saying like security reasons i yeah. don't know if they would let me do that if they yeah. ask you you have to earnestly tell them it's a tattoo um i'm I'm positive i can fin- if that's uh, so i got a month I, I yeah i'm positive i can finish um i can finish red dead by then yeah okay and i you will need to. and i'm excited to and I, I don't think i'm alone in saying that like a red i mean i've prolonged it probably longer you know than i should have by like three months or something but i think red dead is a game to be played um, hard for a week or two and then take a break and then go hard again for a week or two and then take a break. That's just like my relationship with that game. Um, see, I'm the opposite. It, for me, it's a story okay. and you want to like immerse yourself in it and just like, that's all you're thinking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause, it, cause it, I, for, well, for me, it's like, there's so many good games like continually coming out uh, and I know, every time I know. something new comes out, I'm like, well, I don't want to shut off. Game world until I finish a game, and I don't have a whole lot of hours of game time in my normal week um, to to just you know to grind out games, and so it it takes me longer I think to beat games, and then when new games are coming out while I'm trying to beat a certain game, you know it's it's tricky. No, I get it. So you need to just pick at least one day a week. And that's that's your Red Dead day. Yeah. You just gotta well, I got to, I got to flight. I got to the flight missions and um, Grand <laughs> Theft Auto Five. Awesome? I, I finally got up to Blaine County and Trevor and and Roy and you know I, I mean and, and also this game absolutely holds up. GTA Five. I I know you love this game. Yeah, Joel. It's great. Like I'm not. I, I don't. Probably have to one of the best you. campaigns I've ever played in my entire it's, life. It's it's so good. Like in yeah. all the details, the voice acting. I mean, just the even the, you know, the motion capture, like facial performances and stuff of all the characters. It's it. It's brilliant. It, I mean, you are immersed. They basically you said, fully immersed. "Who are the type of people that play Grand Theft Auto?" You got your planners, you got your your drivers, your thrill seekers, and you got your wackos. You know, you got your crazy people, and they yeah. created characters for all of those that you get to play as. I really yeah. hope if Grand Theft when I shouldn't say if when Grand Theft Auto Six comes out, that they keep that multi-character um, mechanic in there. I think that is so cool. That's like one of a kind. You know. Yeah, and to have them all come together from completely different walks of life. Um, it's amazing, and and the story they crafted too, where uh, Trevor and Michael did a job, you know, years ago, and and one of them is is thought to be dead, and is in reality getting paid way too much to be in with like you know like protection plan thing or whatever witness protection plan or something like that, and then yeah, Trevor is like trying to run a meth empire, and, like. It's so it's, it's so good, man. It's a lot. Um, and then in VR, it's just like, and I, I I know I talked about this last episode, but walking around the environments and looking at everything and just like the first plane mission you do with 
uh, Trevor in Blaine County is there's like you're you're killing all those bikers and you're you end up at the um, at the like the airport and you're like taking off and you have and and Roy's coming through the radio. Jay Trevor, you got you got a one on your wing. You got to You got to do a you got to do a loop de loop, shake him off or something. And you look over and there's like a, one of the <laughs> sons of the damned or whatever, like hanging yeah. off of the wing and you can see yeah. him and. I'm running all because it's an older game. I'm running all of this on like ultra graphics and the frame rate is like smooth. It it's so uh, I, yeah, I, I only want to play that game right now. Good. I will complete uh, I will complete, um, you know, Red Dead. But that, that's what I've been. Yeah, that's that's what's been taking my time uh, in the since we've since we've done a podcast. I've just been trying to get to more GTA five and in VR. <laughs> that's good, man. Well, yeah, <clears throat> I played. You would uh, love, by the way, you would love it. Like you would enjoy it. I'm Even sure if I, I just said, "Here, you know, well, put it on and don't do any story missions or anything. Just like, just go try to get your star rating up and and your wanted level up and wreak havoc, steal a helicopter. Like you would, you would enjoy it. Well, and it's only a matter of time. Red Dead is on PC now. It's only a matter of time before that's going to be VR, and I'm sure you're going to do that. You know, so. Uh, if if somebody makes a mod for it, I mean, this was some, oh, it's this is something happen. somebody made. This isn't from Rockstar. This is from somebody who loved GTA Five and decided like, hey, someone should make a VR mod, and not one that's broken and dated, but one that you can play the entire game from beginning to end. You know, that's awesome. That's so yeah. cool, man. Thank you, Internet. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this cost me $15. I had to buy it again and I found it on sale. It cost me $15. The mod was free and I and uh, it's like, "Okay, honey, um I'm going to I'm going to be in the office for a little while and I'm walking around uh, you know, Trevor's shithole trailer looking at all the porno mags he's got laid everywhere <laughs> and like it's just ridiculous. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, I played Outer Worlds, which I know has got a lot of hype going on right now. For you Game Pass subscribers, it's a free game. I shouldn't say free. You're paying for it, but it's it's part of the Game Pass subscription. Um, so if you have that subscription, 10 whatever, 15 for the ultimate a month, then you're going to get that game included. And it's great. It's great. It's um, really in-depth character creation, and not just, like, your face. Like, that's the easy part. It's the... Uh, who you are like you're building who you are from the beginning of the game and like what's your intelligence how persuasive are you are you charming are you a liar are you you know how good are you at different guns like you're going through man so many different so, uh so you got to tell us attributes. what character did you create for your so, your main uh, character my guy's name is Shark Johnson, and he is a mascot for the murder ball team or something like that and uh, that's his job. You have to pick a job. Um, and then I think I went high. I went like you get out of three. I think I did two on intelligence and then one on ranged weapons so I can shoot from a distance. One on stealth so I can be sneaky. And then the other one was uh, I was persuasive. I was pretty persuasive. I can't remember all the little uh, things I selected, but... Um, yeah, it sounds pretty balanced, kind of, right? Yeah, I put it was definitely higher on the um, 
the intelligence and the persuasiveness, which it's funny in the in the dialogue, you constantly similar to like Skyrim and Fallout games, you see those options like, hey, do you want to give this a try? You want to lie to them? You want to try to persuade them? Do you want to try to charm them? And uh, I've been succeeding in my persuasion. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a good game. Like it's it's a RPG for RPG lovers. The graphics are uh, they're different. They look a little dated, but I think that's what they're going for. It has kind of a um, a sci-fi 1960s vibe to the whole thing, and um, yeah, it's 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 fun. I'm barely into it, so I don't feel like I'm uh, warranted to really talk a lot about it. But yeah, um, the game uh, the gameplay videos I've seen the graphics make me think that like it's like old bones, but like really modern like lighting effects and skins and you know a high res like textures and stuff like that am i is that incorrect or um yeah that's that's incorrect i mean the character faces look awful um which is kind of a uh, criterion But that's like how rpg games like that work like you're you know what i mean right yeah like it's like a little trade-off you know there's so much content to this game so yeah we didn't worry so much about like how the lip sync works when people are talking oh absolutely yeah yeah it's um it's fun it's fun it's fun it's a i'll probably finish it out but i i dip my dip my toe into the outer worlds and and then i also red box call of duty and Uh and i beat it it's my first call of duty game i've never played a ever Ever? i've never ever you didn't even play two on uh the original xbox with storming the beaches of normandy and stuff maybe i did i do have a weird but I feel like Metal you have Honor you did have a Call too. of Duty under your belt, man. Like maybe this franchise has been around for so long. You you've played one or two. Has to have happened. Yeah, I I. Well, but still, can, first modern Call of Duty. You can say that absolutely. Modern right? yeah. warfare. Yeah. Um, I played the campaign. It's five six hour long campaign, so it's not. Uh, it's actually a great red box game. That's going to be part of my recommendation. Is if you're if you've never played a Call of Duty game or if you don't know if you'll like it, just go ahead and there's promo codes everywhere. Just go ahead and check it out on Redbox. But um, it was a lot of fun. They had I thought it was going to be a lot of just like shooty, 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 sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. But the missions are super diverse. Like one of them that stands out is all night vision. There's a few like that. But there's this one where yeah. you go into a house and you're all night vision. I won't say – I don't want to spoil too much for because I know it's such a fresh game. But um, – it feels real for some reason. Night vision mix and the graphics, John, are out and of control. And there's like a grain over the night vision, so it yeah. seems like you're looking it through some goggles or something. And yeah, and it's one of those type of situations where I don't want to shoot good people. I only want to shoot bad people. And there's civilians, and like it's it's actually hard. And uh, yeah, and then there's um, you know, there's no vehicles. Like you're not driving vehicles, but there is um kind of some vehicle elements so like you're kind of clearing you you get this laser like a laser pointer and you can like point and paint targets and then drones or tanks will blow them up for you so i had a lot of i was actually surprised at how diverse the levels were and then on top of everything diversity i saw a mission in some gameplay video where like you're kind of telling a hostage like where to walk it, it, uh-huh. like yeah a, as you're looking them. through security cameras or something like that that looks oh yeah 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 that, cool. yeah, that was yeah that was a weird some light puzzle well. solving right mixed into the yeah. 
At one point, you have like a 600-yard sniper, and you have to like factor the wind and the declination of the bullet into, and like it's super satisfying when you hit the target, you know? So for anyone that's played Call of Duty, everything I'm saying, they're just like, yeah, 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 it's awesome. Of course, I know all this. This is great. But for anyone that hasn't, um, it is a recommendation to try it out. I have not tried out the multiplayer. That is, that's the next thing on my list is to. Yeah. Um, I got a three night rental, so I got a, I got like one more night left. But um, it's like the old days, man. I haven't rented I haven't rented a game. <laughs> I mean, in like six years or something. So I know you're onto the red box thing, and that's probably smart because it's a smart I, way I to mean, te- I, taste it. Yeah, to Without test it being the game. A demo. But you still have to install it, right? Like, don't you put put the disc in, and it's like, yeah, okay, well, so wait as two soon hours, and as then you it's get home, ready to play. Yeah, as soon as you get home, pop that thing in so that it'll. It, okay. It's like a sixty-four gigabit. Yeah. Install, but um, yeah. Well, I I, I I gotta say, I'm really curious because I've only shit on Call of Duty games in the last mm-hmm. five years, six years, seven years, something like that. Like, I I found Halo. Um, Apex Legends is a thing now. I mean, I always thought that Call of Duty had a really low um, skill ceiling as far as multiplayer was concerned. It rewarded, you know, I mean, the game, it's just like, this is like confirmed. The game rewarded, you know, assist as like kills and stuff like that. Basically make the player feel like they're kicking ass even if they suck at the game. Um, yeah. and I'm specifically talking about multiplayer, but, um, after all of the, you know, trailers and the hype and everything, I am curious. My question is, I wonder if it has legs, you know, will it stick around? Well, will it be all something the DLC, people are still playing yeah. a year from now? You know, the DLC is going to be free. They made that, er- they made that known early on. So that will definitely keep people playing. And then the big thing, obviously, is multiplayer. Like, that's probably... I mean, I know a lot of people that will probably buy that game and never even touch the campaign. Like, they're just going to go straight to multiplayer. Um, They have a... It's called Special Ops Mode, which is, like, cooperative missions, which is cool. Um, Okay. So, yeah. Is that, that like, separate from the campaign, you're saying? No, it's in addition. So, it's, like, a sequel, in-game sequel to the campaign. That's what I mean, like, separate. Like, so you can, like, play like um objective based missions yeah. with a, a friend story. or something yeah story based missions with up to okay, four that's cool. friends i think yeah so that's so that's more content than the 6 hour campaign i mean yeah remember when i think it was halo 4 they did something like that spartan ops maybe is what it was called oh yeah so like that okay cool it's like that All right. yeah and so it's like a continuation of the campaign that you get to play with your friends which the campaign is cool and that's cool, but like I think the core of this game is going to be the multiplayer, um, and I think if you're judging a game like this, it's like important to, you know, if you you know play the multiplayer and yeah. and, and see what that's like. So we're looking forward to hopefully a multiplayer review soon um from from you next week and maybe maybe i'll red box it too (laughs) yeah you and i can go through maybe that'll be our goal for next episode is to sure um you know bang out a couple hours you know hopefully more than that of um different multiplayer modes and maybe we can report back to you guys next week obviously if you're looking for reviews on the multiplayer of the new call of duty game 
uh, you know, they're don't everywhere. wait for us. Don't wait for yeah. us. Yeah. Just go to YouTube <laughs> or whatever, everywhere. obviously. But um, <laughs> I, I think we sh- I think we should do that. Maybe that should be a goal of ours. Uh, I, I yeah. haven't been to a red box and, a, you know. Well, and I, I think I mentioned this age. on another episode, but they have used games for sale at any red box. And um, they're actually really good prices. So, you know, I mentioned I have a Nintendo Switch. And so they had like that Dance Dance or just dance game. It's like a dancing game. Um, I haven't, I haven't played it yet, but I just figured my kid will like it, you know, and it was like eight bucks and it's a brand new game. And so, um, yeah, if you're interested in a really cheap hookup on a used video game used by a lot of people, check out Redbox, everybody. Um, John. Yeah. Any, so uh, don't forget guys. It's not, it's not Netflix yet. It's Redbox, uh, our sponsor <laughs> this week um, for Rad Dad Radio episode thirty-three. When your when your box is feeling empty, hit up a Redbox. Redbox <laughs> available Redbox. in every major metropolitan city here in the United States and uh, South and America. And Podunk Town, man. Redbox. I remember when I lived in Ohio. There's like this weird middle of nowhere gas station. It's like a country gas station. They had a Redbox in front of it, so. It's lots of <laughs> lots of weird places. Um, John, any it. other gaming gaming news? Any other news in the gaming world? Oh, like there's so much gaming on? news. So, are you ready for this? In only what do we got? It's barely a week. It's it's uh what five days? Wait, yeah, five days from now, um, Red Dead Redemption Two launches on PC. So a year after. It's uh, initial release, um, Red Dead Redemption 2, available on PC. Why is that important, Joel? You're not a PC player. Uh, Some of us are, some of us aren't. Well, there's a whole shitload of updates, visual and otherwise, November 5th. Um, By the way, if you uh, have the Rockstar uh, game launcher installed on your machine, you can pre-install as of now so you can pre-install that game right now um let's talk about some requirements really quick um the minimum screw that we're not even going to talk about that here's what you want to know (laughs) it's the recommended requirements this is from rockstar direct uh cpu intel core i7 4770k amd ryzen 5 1500kx you know something as far as your processing goes you're gonna need a solid 12 gigs ram joel you got to get that ram installed i'm i'm sitting on 16 so i'm good there um video card graphics card what what do you need what do you got to have to run this behemoth which is promised to run in 4k and hdr on on the pc floor uh platform um you're gonna be good with a geforce gtx 1060 6 gigabyte that'll get you done okay uh, amd radeon rx 480 4 gigabyte will get you there uh hard drive space why don't you go ahead and clear off some of those old games you haven't touched in a while summer sale is over on steam clear out some of those files get some ssd installed and you're going to want 150 gigabytes for this game um, Jesus. you got to remember these are going to be sort of, um, unpacked up res, uh, you know, textures and everything compared to the console versions, um, dedicated video Ram. We want, uh, 3072 megabytes. 
it's it's not asking a lot. Um, the graphics card is modest. A 1060 is pretty pretty standard. I think a lot of people have way better than that with the the 20 series Nvidia uh, GPUs. Um, for me personally, if we're getting personal, I, I might have a bit of a CPU issue, so I might I might have to you know upgrade my upgrade my main processor sometime soon if I'm going to play this game. Um, what can we look forward to? A whole bunch of features and updates for the PC versions. We're talking about some new bounty hunter missions. We're talking about oh, some cool. new gang hangout gang hangouts. We got uh, new weapons uh, for story mode. We got the M1. 899 pistol we got a, a new repeater a new revolver a couple new revolvers looking good there uh two new treasure maps to go hunt out find some new areas to you know, get yourself some gold bars we all have a bar um a couple new uh uh horses in the story mode we got the warped brindle arabian few spot appaloosa okay I know you've had your eye on that red chestnut Arabian Joel. Well, now it's a reality. Oh, Five goodness. new trinkets to collect. You remember the trinkets, Joel? These are the things that give you sort of like different modifications oh, on cool. how you play Five the game. Five new ones. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's five of them. Jesus Christ. The Hawk Talon. Permanent decreased stamina bar. Drain speed by 30% when drawing a bow. Boring. I don't, I don't think I use the bow that much, so not interested. Cat Eye. Oh, here's the one you're going to like. The shark tooth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Permanently increases horse bonding experience bonus by 10%. I know you love well, your horses. I know you well, love your sharks. I don't need that tooth. <laughs> I, I bond quickly with my horse. I'm, con I'm giving them oat cakes, and I'm brushing them, and I'm patting them all the time. Heck, yeah. Um, you got a week to get a get a hold of some of those uh, pre-purchase deals. They're gonna do a bunch of shit. You get the I war bet horse. that stuff hits the Xbox eventually, right? Yeah, yeah, to. yeah. I think on a long enough timeline, this stuff will eventually come over to consoles. Rockstar's cool like that. Um, and then um, yeah, so pre-purchase, you you got like a week, a week minus a couple days to um, pre-purchase on on PC. Um, I'm looking at the list, you know, some cash, some gold bars, 50 gold bars for online, a treasure map, outlaw, uh, outlaw survival kit. That's cool. Um, but here's the one I'm looking at. If you if you pre-purchase, you can get a couple um, Rockstar titles for free on your PC, and those include Bully, um, Grand Theft Auto 3. Oh, cool. Four and Vice City, Max Payne Three, L.A. Noir. So, oh, those are know. all great games. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I mean, those are great, all good games, awesome and I'm, they're going to look good on the computer. So, if you if you didn't get them yet, maybe you look at that as a bonus. Um, so, yeah, right on, red, man. Well, yeah, red, yeah, Red Dead Redemption coming to PC finally. This is huge. You know what, Joel? There are people out there that have not played this game at a all. Lot of that people. are like mas a lot of master racers that are like. Like they they cannot wait because now they finally get to play this game that everyone's been you know talking about for the last year and you know posting videos and screenshots of how beautiful the graphics are and all that so um, it's it's gonna look really good on PC and and then of course you get some, a whole shit little little bonus uh, things to kind of jump into the game yeah. so if you're out there and you're only a PC player 
Welcome aboard, partner. Where you been the last year? We got a plan. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Rat Tat Radio is back with another top, top, top three. That's right. Two top threes in one episode. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, sit down, buckle up, and watch us break down the top three video game characters that were awesome to kill. Really, you really looked forward to it. Rad Dad Radio. All right, for part of our Halloween series, we've been doing a couple of these top threes per evening. And John, our second one involves the top three video game characters that you would like to see die. We've all had that moment, that satisfying boss fight, that uh, that villain that's just been an asshole the entire game, and finally you get to take him out of that video Top game universe. Three. All right, so I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and take take the first one since uh, you went first last time. Um, mine is Diablo from the Diablo Three series. Um, it's a giant devil-looking guy, and. Uh, um, pretty predictable uh once you're leveled up really fun to beat the shit out of um but in that first playthrough i mean that's all you're hearing diablo this diablo that heaven and hell and you know fallen angels and eventually you finally get to uh get to beat the shit out of them so diablo that's my number three john back to you these are top three characters that are fun to kill in video games right yeah yep you said diablo it's a diablo yep like is there a specific character you like to kill or is it were you just naming no, games it, no diablo is the big boss he's the big devil oh he's guy. the guy okay okay yeah he's the he's all right the... my my um my number three right now obviously i've already talked about this a little bit but i have it written down as any motherfucker in grand theft auto 5 that's right. I shoot you in the face. I don't care if you're a cop. I don't care if you're a, a gangster. I don't care if you're a meth head. You're, you're getting kill shot him. in the face. Oh, I love it all. All of them. <laughs> all Everyone of them, that's man. that's not me or part of my crew in Grand Theft Auto V. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Grand Theft Auto, my number two is Sonny Ferrelli. From GTA Vice City, he's the he's the big nice. boss guy that uh, very similar to the classic film Scarface. You get to eventually kill him. It's a huge battle in his mansion, and then the reward once that's done is you get the mansion. That's like one of the best parts of that entire game when you get to you go from this low, you know, Miami crook to then you know you get to be the the big boss man, the Don, if you will. So. Sonny Ferrelli is my number two. You remember killing that guy? Remember shooting that guy? Kind of. <laughs> you should play this Vice City This is in which again. Grand Theft Auto? Vice City. Yeah, man. It's been a while for Vice City. I got to tell you. Yeah. I'm, sh- yeah. I'm sure you could maybe send me S- some screenshots or something. I'll send you a screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. Um, right, my number, number two, two, if you're ready, yeah. every grunt I've ever come across in uh, Halo, they're, uh, they put up not much of a fight, 
and uh, they have funny voices, and they're little aliens. And the headshot is satisfying if you uh, turn on the skull that has the the birthday party, um, you know, modifier. So like a confetti shoots out of them, and a bunch of children cheer for you. <laughs> so, yeah, all of the Halo games, uh, the grunts is my number two. I loved I love to kill those little guys. Yes, and I love uh, all the little voice lines they they say. Yeah, yeah, they, they'll little... scream demon. They call you demon. Demon! I thought that was yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number one is Jaws from the Jaws video game. It's an NES Nintendo Entertainment System classic. Uh, most of the game, you're kind of a, you're playing like a side-scrolling scuba diver. You're avoiding jellyfish. And you're, you're shooting stuff. Every once in a while, Jaws will show up. You better hide. You better shoot them a lot. And then the final, out of nowhere, the final boss battle, and I, I should say this happens at the end of every big level, but the last one's extremely hard. You're in a boat, and the shark is jumping, and it goes from like a side-scroller classic video game to like a over-the-shoulder third-person video game, and you're trying to jab the mast of the boat into the jumping shark. <laughs> and when you finally nail that son of a bitch, it feels pretty good. It feels awesome. So Jaws is my, nice. my number one. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. My number one. This goes way back. Are you ready for this? I mean, you went way back, too. Um, you went back to the Nintendo era, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm back. I'm back there with you. And uh, this was my first uh, satisfaction and, you know, eliminating an enemy on a on a screen. And it was... Um, I don't have the name in front of me, but uh, it's not the turtles from Mario Brother 3, but it's the flying ones, the ones that would go up and down. The paratroopers. Paratroopers. Is yeah. that what you call them? Paracooper troopers? Paratrooper coopers. I don't, yeah, Something I don't know, like that. but a that, um, lot of fun, a little bit of a challenge, but then you get a shell out of it too, so you can kick that thing forwards, and maybe you catch one on the ground at some other enemies down the screen. Mario 3 was... Uh, it was a very important game in my uh, video game <laughs> upbringing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that that game alone teaches you everything you need to know about all games. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Good. Nice pool. Well, that was top three. That's our last top three of the night. Top three. Top three. John, uh, I'd like to close the, the show with some trivia. You ready for some trivia? Oh yeah, um, yeah. I am. I am ready. Um, I'll, I'll probably suck. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rad Dad Radio Trivia for Treasure. On this episode, we're going to be talking about murdery stuff. That's right for trivia. If you'd like to play along with us, listen live on Mixler.com/RadDadRadio. First listener at home to get to 15 gold bars will get a exclusive. Red Dead Redemption pocket watch that actually is a collapsible shot glass. First on show guest that gets to 15 gold bars will get a genuine Stetson cowboy hat. John, why don't you update us on the scoreboard? Absolutely, Joel. I'd be happy to do that. Scoreboard for the gold bar roundup currently reads you in the lead with eight gold bars that's the super shark the king of the wild west 
the father. Bang, 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 bang. Of all pod. Uh, currently in second place, the Google Master, the Bing Machine, Nighthawk, with six gold bars. Currently tied for third place, it's yours truly, Cream of Egbert, and the Ventrilofart, a.k.a. Shaquille Jordan, a.k.a. Jordan Egbert, our younger brother. We're still waiting for him to grow his pubes. Good luck, Jordan. Right on. All right. Well, with that being said, let's get to question number one. John. Really game showy in here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, we'll start easy. What is the most Please. popular, most popular Halloween candy? What's the most popular Halloween candy this time of year? Well, I have some questions for you. Okay. Is this in the United States? Uh, yes, it is in the United States. I'll go ahead and give. Okay, you that one. and the, is this as of 2019? This is as of 2019. <laughs> is this based on sales of this candy? Yes. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I got to get those out of the way. I say Reese's Cup. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Ding, ding, ding. Congratulations. Yes. You got one right, John. Dude, That's I one almost out said of... Snickers. I almost said Snickers. One out of five people. Snickers is pretty low on the list, actually. They're like number five. All right. John, can you name five, five movies that Michael Rooker has been in besides Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer? <laughs> oh, okay. I'm ready. You got Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. I think they called it Volume 2. Yep, correct. That's two. Um, you got uh, Mall Rats. Congratulations, Stink Finger. <laughs> Stink Palm. <laughs> Stink Palm, that's, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I'm in trouble. Okay. Oh, Cliffhanger. Good job. Nice Come pool. on, baby. Let's go. Yeah, I only man. need one more, Joel. I only need one more, man. <laughs> I'm sure I can think of it. Oh. Um... Rooker. One more. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Can I say like Avengers Endgame? Uh was he? No wait, 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 no, 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 hold on. (laughs) I'm gonna say Infinity War. Um, John, I'm no, Bisha, Bisha. I didn't say that. <laughs> let's go. Let's say Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> Damn it. I don't think I have a fifth, Joel. All right. I'm wrong. I, I'll accept it. I can accept it. Okay. Yeah, you are. Uh... Man, I thought I was rooting for you too, man. Damn it. Um, Cliffhanger came. I literally thought of that right now, and I was no, very proud was of myself. That was back man. when he had hair still. Yeah, that was that was clutch. Gotta be another one. Hold on, let me think a little bit longer. Mm, this is not good, Pod. I'm wrong. What do you got? Uh, well, he was in he was in Jumper. I don't know if you remember that film. Um, I tried to forget also, it as soon as I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, also would have accepted Walking Dead if he wanted to break what? the rules. I would, I would have accepted it. I would have accepted He's it. He's a Dixon. He's a Dixon. He He's he a is. handless He's Dixon. Merle. 
Yep. Um, yeah, he has Damn, these old fan. eyes. The sixth day, he played a lot of bad guys. Um, yeah, he was like collector. in a lot of shitty side roles for a long time. Yeah. I love that Rooker, though, you know? Rosewood, he played a racist. Um, All right, I don't feel bad about failing this. I thought maybe okay, he showed yeah. up in another Tombstone, Marvel Tombstone, that would have been probably a good one that most people would have gotten. Tombstone, the dark he half. Had no, he had like two JFK, lines in Tombstone. That, that has of, to be real. Days of Thunder? No. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Move on. Okay. I lose. Okay. All right. You got one point. You still get. You you got. You got. Uh, three more questions. As long as you get two of these correct, John, you'll get yourself a gold bar. I'm positive I can do it. All right. So this is a uh, closest to the correct answer. Uh, turns out Halloween is the most dangerous night uh, uh, for pedestrians. <laughs> Walkers. 43% more pedestrians die on Halloween compared to any other day. How many pedestrians died on Halloween between the years of 1975 to 2016? Like a like a sum total of like about all 46, deaths? Yeah, yeah, sum total. Closest to, I'll give you within... Uh, I'll give you within... 50 give you within 50 and this is strictly in traffic related deaths because you said pedestrians yeah cars hitting walking human beings within 50 within 50 from 79 to 2065 75 to 2016 it's about a 46 year spread jesus no idea um 41 years spread well yeah so 41 years yeah maybe like a, a baker's dozen a year i don't know I, I have no i suck at this so hard i'm gonna say mm, I'll, I'll go 85 85 <laughs> yeah it's way too low right it's way too low yeah, I'm gonna let you get do another guess. You're way let me do another guess. Two hundred and forty-three. Six hundred and eight is the correct answer. I was getting there. Six hundred and eight people. That means, John, on average, fifteen people die every single year at Halloween because they're hit by a car. You guys gotta wear your reflective gear, okay? Stick yep. to the sides of the road. Yep. Use the sidewalks. Use that yeah. glow in the dark carry stuff. A, carry a bright bag, you know, for yeah. your for your Halloween loot. Yeah, put um, those put those glow in the dark necklaces on your kiddos. Put one on yourself. Yeah. yeah, lights are good. Yeah, flashing LEDs. If you get hit by a car, make sure in your last few gasping moments you take a look at that license plate. Let's get them arrested. Yeah, as they um, pull away. <laughs> McDonald's used to have this uh, tradition. This is way back in the 80s and 90s. Uh, in the Happy Meal sold in the month of October, they used to give out a little flashlight. And uh, that was for trick-or-treating. I feel like they should bring that back. I feel like that would help. Yeah, McDonald's. Obviously, it, obviously it didn't help. Stop letting people die out there. <laughs> How Ronald. dare you? All right, John, you got, to, you got to get these last two right, buddy. I have to get these last two right. Yep. All right. <clears throat> How many people have died from tampered Halloween candy? 
and I'll say as long as you're within three. I was going to say it's not a lot. But I was talking about this with someone tonight how, you know, that was like a huge urban legend. When we were young, our mother was a nurse and the hospital she worked for, they would let people bring candy in to be x-rayed, which is hilarious. That's so you know? stupid. I'm it's sorry. so stupid. It's a total urban legend, yeah. so I know it's low, and I'm going to say tampered – okay, there was the main guy who started it, and he did it to like his own kid or something. It wasn't even something the kid got from trick-or-treating or something. I'm going to I'm gonna say like seven. The correct answer is two. There's only been two kids on record that have died from Halloween candy, and both of them were killed by their parents. And uh, I got it. So you said one... within five. Sure, I'll give Pretty it to sure you. Pretty sure Okay, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. <laughs> um, I, think you I think you said within five. One of them well, was, the, a po none was of this poisoned. None of recorded. I'm pretty sure you said yeah. within five. <laughs> one of them was poisoned. Dad claimed he didn't want to be a dad. <laughs> that was his motive. Uh, the other Plastic one was motive. was uh, glass. They had put glass in the candy, and uh, um, and they think and that was also that was a mother. Um, so yeah, so yeah. Listen, people can do stuff. That's always a possibility. But please, if this episode does anything, I, I think it's trying to convince you that people are bad. No, it's super rare for there to be wackos out there. And, um, yeah, just because someone can doesn't mean they're going to. Um, you know, there's a there's always every year, especially in Colorado, there's all this hype about like, oh, check your kid's candy. might be weed in it. Any re respectable pothead is not going to give away that candy. It's too expensive. You're not going to – that's not going to happen. So don't 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 do you worry hear, about. Do you want to hear my favorite trick or treat like uh, PSA that I saw this year? Yes. It was, you know, it was in our community association uh, where I live. Um, there was uh, on the Facebook page someone had posted this uh, sort of public service announcement, and it was, and it disgusted me. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. All right. It was. If a, you know, if a person coming to your door does not say <clears throat> trick or treat, give them candy anyway because they may be, you know, um, autistic. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. they there yeah. might be some sort of mental disability. S yeah, sensory. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. And then the other one was, um, if if the uh, trick or treater is not in costume still give them candy because they they may have like allergies to certain um fabrics fabrics and or or be or like have some sort of again mental condition or something no, like that i draw the line at that i appreciate the first one <laughs> i like the whole blue one. here's another the one. blue pumpkin thing yeah if if a if a trick-or-treater comes to your door and they seem to be older, right? They, you know, they may have some sort of developmental. That's okay. I think that's okay. Nope. You come to my house. If you look like you're 17 and you're goofing around with your buddies and you're not in costume, you can fuck right off or what a... have a handful of pennies. I have a, yeah, I have but a penny what if jar that I keep with me at my door. 
what if it's Sean Penn from that Dakota Fanning movie and he's just wanting to have a good time, you know? And I'll give you, and I'll give you some then I'll give you some candy, but I I can I can read it. I can read kids, all right? You know what we have in our in our um <laughs> You know what we have in our uh, in our neighborhood, and this really pisses me off, is like we have, it'll be a it'll be a minivan, right? It'll be a minivan that pulls up, and then all the kids unload and they run up to the house and they get their candy, and oh, then they run they call back that to the minivan, and then the minivan treat. cruises down the street to the no, next house. That, that upsets that... me in a way that I will never be able to describe verbally. Well, so here's my dilemma, man. Tomorrow night is, we we have snow all over Colorado right now. We, we got like 20 inches over the last three or four days. Right now there's probably a, still a solid eight on the ground. And tomorrow it's going to be 44 degrees. And I, on that night, can see a lot. There's going to be a lot of the car kids, like you just mentioned, just because it's so cold. You know what I mean? Because I'm also yeah, bothered. It kind of makes and this sense, is, I guess. This isn't like in a like shameful way, but I think it sucks being a parent and you hear your kid talk about what they're going to dress up like for a month. And then they got to put a coat over that whole thing. You know, I think that's a shame. Well, you for put kids. the coat under the cost. Under the costume, that's the but move. But not, not all the costumes work that way, you know. Yeah, well, uh, so to to your snow, we're supposed to have like one hundred percent rain and like forty five oh no. or or fifty tomorrow. So Ooh, like, that's right. I understand, and I think I'm gonna like <clears throat> uh, put all my um, my anger aside and just give candy, to, of course, to anyone who comes to our door. Um, <laughs> Everyone's gonna I, be dressed like Georgie. Be... Hey, Georgie, yeah. come down here, Georgie. Come down down here, boat. Would you like it back? <laughs> um, no, what I'm going to do is uh, I'll be out with the kids and we're going to be getting shit done where all these <laughs> other where all these other little kids are like, oh, it's too cold, mama. It's too cold, papa. Can I drive in your Windstar? Can, can you take me around in the Honda Odyssey, papa? Me and my kiddos. We're going hard. We're gonna layer up, and we're gonna bring an umbrella, yeah. and we're not afraid of a little a little moisture in our trick or treat evening. Yeah. And we are gonna get shit done. We're gonna fill bags, okay? We're gonna have yeah. we're gonna have Snickers up to our knickers. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, and I'm you not even dress worried up about, like the... I'm not even worried about this weather. I was I was talking about this to someone else earlier tonight. How I think our I, I blame Dan Egbert, our father. This is the same man with the shotgun who was getting shit done in our yard. Um, if you want something in life, you go and you get it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You don't. You don't wait. You don't wait for someone to bring it to your house. You don't wait for a door to open. You're going through the window. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so, what what I'm saying is like, when we were little, it was like grab your bags put your mask on and we're going to hit as many blocks as we can for three hours. You know, it wasn't, Oh, my feet are tired. Oh, it's like, whatever. Look at, look at oh, the loot. You our bags when were you get home, full, you know? full to the brim. Full. With candy. <laughs> yes. Full. And um, so, uh, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put, I'm trying to, you know, spread, spread that tradition on. And when, uh, me and my girls go, It'll be like, oh, you're tired. Well, guess what? You have a bag full of energy. All the candy right you're getting for the whole yeah. year. You better yeah. sack up. 
No, well, it's like it's like if you're tired and you're you know you're cold. Here, let's stop and let's get a couple in us. All right, here's a Snickers, yeah. here's a Reese's, here's a Kit Kat. Eat it. All right. Oh, how do you feel now? All right. Yeah. You know, it's it's all you have all this uh, you have all this uh, disposable energy right in your little sack there. Right there, calories um, for days. Well, I was yeah. going to say you and, should and be. And we live the, in a uh, nice neighborhood too. Like, there's going to be you might get, you might get the occasional full size. You know, that doesn't happen. It's rare. <laughs> we always talked about that as kids, but that is rare. Because right? I thought like, about being that guy, but like, honey, size, let's be like, let's oh, be the full size guys. No, it's yeah. rare. Um, I was gonna say you should be the 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 main the the killer from I know what you did last summer. That's a good rainy Halloween outfit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Where's the rain jacket? Doing, and has a hook. Yeah, I've been doing um, like skull paint uh, this year. I don't think I'm going to do it tomorrow. I think I'm just going to be dad and let the kids go nuts. They're dressed as like Pokemon and, and yeah. Uh, yeah, stuff like that. So it'd be good. I'm going as a 1985 Teen Wolf. And, nice. Uh, I've got the – I have the varsity jacket now, John. <laughs> so I'm going to – because I wore the basketball uniform over a Bigfoot costume, and then I had a whole werewolf set up up top on the old head, head ski. Um, but man, that was hot and uncomfortable. And so I got the varsity jacket, got some werewolf gloves. I'm going to wear a varsity jacket, some jeans. Yeah. I think the, I'm good the go. jacket and jeans. And then like, if you, if there was a way for you to like have hair coming out of the end of the jacket, like where the hands are, I think that would be oh, key. That's my gloves are, you'll Yeah. They're clutch. There you go. There you go. All right. Um, well, so are you taking the kiddos chat. trick or treating or, with all this snow or i mean i know you oh, have yeah. a little we'll one but you have a we'll, three that could probably go up and down the street a little bit you know we'll bundle them 30 up. minutes you know yeah we'll bundle them up and we'll we'll do as much as we can mom and jay bones my head home yeah and then me and, i mean me the and one's the... an infant it doesn't really even i mean not an infant but you know what i mean it's like he's a toddler you have yeah a, it's like one or whatever it's like it's not gonna know What's going on? Make sure yeah, you it's make more, sure you, you got to get that photo. A lot of video, because yeah. uh, we we recently found a video of my eight year old when she was three, and coming back from Thanksgiving and dumping her bag out on the table. You mean Halloween? And then it, like panned you over give, to her sister candy out at who Thanksgiving? was who was, what's that? <laughs> he said Thanksgiving. It's Halloween. What did I say? You said Thanksgiving, man. Let's kid no, kids bring I home said, turkeys I'm pretty and sure potatoes. I said Halloween. Check the recording. Anyways, <laughs> I have this video of when the eight-year-old was three on um, on Christmas morning, and we pan the video over. No, Halloween. We pan the video over, <laughs> and there, and then there's the um, there's the you know two-month-old in the, like the carrier, and it's like, how's your Halloween? You know, and she's basically <laughs> just like more titties. I don't know what is going on. It's just so funny to me, like to look back on those videos so shoot a lot of video of your kids take a lot of photos i know it seems you know it seems like oh yeah i'm I'm making all these videos when are we going to watch these you will watch them (laughs) um so 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 capture you know (laughs) all right man you ready for the last question yeah where am i at this right i get the i got i got the last one yeah still give you the point okay yeah if you get this one right um you will get a gold bar get a bar i need a bar i need a bar all right. In what country does the pagan tradition of Halloween originate? In what like country? Like Samhain. Does... Uh, Samhain. Yeah. Yep. 
It's uh, Gaelic in nature. I think it's Ireland. Bum, 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 bum. I don't yes. have to make the music. Let me. Uh, Did let I me get a bar? Make... Yeah. I got a bar, everybody. I kind of fudged the second to the last one, but I'm still taking it, man. I got a bar. I'm marking it. Yeah, Johnny got a bar. Where does that put Going you? To Disney World. <laughs> where, where, where does that put oh. you on the scoreboard? I am. T no, damn it! I'm not tied. I'm, all right, I got four. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get there. I have four bars. I, no, I want to. I want to tie the Nighthawk. That's my goal. And then, yeah. of course, once I do that, then my new goal will be to defeat the shark. Bring it on. Well, bring it on, I John. I, I think I write easier trivia than you do, but you know. Uh, John. I know. Most popular I go Halloween candy. I know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, um, that's the Good show. Enough. That's Rad Dead episode thirty-three. Listen, I know um, that we. It's easy because of the news and the internet, and you know, silly little true con, try, true con, I can't talk. True crime podcast. Like, say Thanksgiving. It's, it's Halloween. Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. But because of the, the 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 vibes and the information, the way it's given to us, it's easy to be afraid of people. Don't be afraid of people. Sure, there's a handful of wackos out there, but don't let fear dictate how you live your life. Lock your door if that makes you sleep better at night. Um, know your friends well. Have, and, and, and the number one piece of advice, trust your gut. That's important. Your gut will get you out of a lot of trouble. So um, this is Super Shark signing off and... Speaking for John Egbert, thanking him. Thanks for joining me on tonight's episode, John. If anyone would like Dude, uh, always more... always fun. Yeah, always <laughs> fun. And then, yeah, just to reiterate, yeah, be safe out there this Halloween. Have a good time. Go the go the extra, go the extra yeah. you know, inch there. And, uh, yeah, dress up the house. Get get your costume on. Have some fun. Yeah, man. And I, uh, I kind of like this themed episode thing. Do you want keep it, to keep it going until it gets old? Well, I think we go. Uh, I think we do whatever we want next episode, and then, um, and then we'll, yeah, we'll talk about it. Okay, okay. Because I had a theme in mind. I was just gonna suggest one. Well, let's hear but it. We can wait. I was gonna say we should do a time travel themed episode. I love it. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> uh, is there a, is there a, a, a overlooked or underlooked? Not overlooked. I guess overlooked underappreciated time travel movie that we should recommend for our uh, listeners to to watch I do have one I do have okay. one and I know that yeah. a lot of people haven't seen it Avengers Endgame <laughs> Nope that's not the one it's none of the back to the future movies it's not Looper it's yeah it's are you ready for this thing I'm ready And it actually it actually ties into a new movie that just released by the same director um the movie is called Primer. Ooh, I know this film. And you haven't seen it, Reyes? I, I yes, I have seen it. It's great. Uh, yes, you have seen it. Yeah, I now I whenever I'm at a uh, like a storage center, I think differently. I'm like, what's really in these storage sheds? You know? Yes. That's a teaser. So that's a teaser. Do you think that's a good one or? Oh, that's one of the best time travel movies out there. That's one of those ones that the moment it's over, you want to rewatch it because it doesn't hold your hand in terms of when and where they are. You know, it's kind of 
you got to figure it out yeah. as a as you go. I, yeah, I think I think that's I think that's the recommendation. That's the recommendation. All right. Well, watch so, Primer so, if you wanna. Yeah. So there's Primer, but then there's the new the new one that this guy's behind, uh, Billy uh, Sinise. It's called the Dead Center. That's just came out um, this year, and it, it's more of a like a, a psychological horror, I think. But um, yeah, get Primer in you if you haven't seen that movie. Uh, oh, get ready. It's fun. It's it's, good. it's heavy. It's certainly it's heavy. One but, of the um, si- from a science like uh, yeah. logic philosophy perspective, it's probably one of the best time travel movies out there. So yeah, it's like if you can speak English, you can kind of understand the science that they're getting into. Um, but yeah, yeah, Primer is the title. I would I would okay. recommend unless you can beat it with something else. Yeah. Nope. That's that's a good. That's actually probably what I would have recommended, John. So killer brother up, killer. son. All right, happy Halloween, trick-or-treat. Email us at raddadradio1 at gmail.com, 970-FOWL-OX-4. And uh, enjoy your evening. Stay safe. Stick to the sidewalks. Bye.